What's going on, Internet? The Black Hukagi here, aka TBH. And to be honest, I'd like to welcome you all back to the Game and Illuminati podcast. We are the Enlightened Gamers, and you're now tuned into episode 152. If you're watching the video version of the show at youtube.com slash GI Updates, know the show is available on Apple, Spotify, Amazon, and all other major podcast platforms. Be sure to rate the show five stars on Apple and Spotify. We need your five-star rating because it helps push us in the algorithm and it can bring in new listeners. Also, feel free to follow the podcast on social media. We drop daily content on our pages. We're available on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram, and our handle on every social media page is at GI Updates. Link in the description box below. Now, allow me to introduce you to my co-host, the first of which can be found on his new YouTube channel, JG's Time Capsule, where he apps 24-7. UTX JG Design. Say what up to the people. <laughs> What's going on? What's going on? It's still Black History Month. Shout out to Vince Stables. We still the best doing this right now. So uh, tap in with us. Uh, tap in with my new channel. Again, JG's Time Capsule. Uh, I'll be ranting about things that you may not catch on the stream because, you know, I stream at weird times. I know that a lot of y'all uh, aren't available, but, uh, you know, we got some good topics. And apparently I'm very knowledgeable on some things, as you told me in the comments. So we'll keep this going, right? <laughs> That was probably some of the blackest shit you ever said. What's the name? You almost didn't sound Puerto Rican for a moment. And uh, I'm black, y'all. And I'm black, y'all. <laughs> and my second co-host, he spends the majority of his free time these days shit posting Helldiver 2 memes. Ito, say what up to the people. I just got into the servers. <laughs> oh, God. So now he's going to contribute 10% to the party. <laughs> you look great about your friends. I literally just got in when you said that. I literally just got in. That's crazy. <laughs> this man has a problem. It took uh, 10 minutes. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Uh, now, if your eyes work correctly, you will notice we have a fourth camera. Well, sort of. Uh, we're joined by a special guest. He's a content creator on YouTube who's most famously known for glazing lollipop, Chainsaw. It's no other than DX. Say what up to the people, man. Hey, what's up? Thanks for having me. For sure, for sure. And there will be a link in the description box below to his content if you guys want to check him out. Uh, before we get into the show, friendly reminder, join our Discord, discord.gg slash GI updates. It's totally free. Um, also, keep in mind, we do all different types of stuff like giveaways, consultations for content creators, watch parties. Uh, once again, that's discord.gg slash GI updates. Link in the description box below. Without further ado, let's get into the leading conversation. Since last podcast, uh, a game that I did not expect. I mean, I knew it was going to have like it's little. I thought it was going to be a little moment. It's having a big moment. Almost not not quite there, but almost comparable to Power World, I think. But it's still a blessing and it's still dope to see because this is coming from a small development studio out of Sweden. Uh, we're talking about Helldivers 2. It is a new third person shooter, co-op based, very challenging, um, very a lot of different enemy types. Um, and Ethos has been super addicted to it. That's why he keeps memeing it up. Um, so I'm actually going to give you the floor on this one. Give us the good, bad and the ugly on Helldivers 2, man uh i love it it's basically uh that experience you get when you watch like war movies or like the the clone troopers from star wars it's it's the feeling of feeling like a grunt fighting in uh against them like in uh, an impossible force that's like impossible to stop and it, it the best way i can describe this game is like it feels like the indomitable human will like the simulator where uh you are with a band of brothers and you're just fighting literal like hell spawn itself uh, reminds me a little bit of like 40, uh, like Warhammer 40k. Uh, it's a co-op game, it's purely PVE. There's no PvP elements, uh, and you just, you know, drop onto a planet. 
you're fighting Terminators or who are the like the automatons, or you're fighting uh, Terminids, which are like uh, bugs, big bugs. Uh, and your job is just to spread democracy throughout the galaxy uh, mm. and liberty. And uh, that's how. And we the way we do that is by bombing them to to, to shit. That's how we do it in Helldiver 2. And we do a damn good job at it. <laughs> That's the gist of it. For sure, for sure. Um, have you had a chance to get some time with the DX? No, none at all. My exposure to the game is primarily just videos on Twitter and some gameplay. It looks amazing. For sure, for sure, for sure. And do you have any kind of like from the outside looking in, do you have any questions about the game for like somebody like Ethos who is a tryhard and a sweat because you both are on the opposite ends of the spectrum? <laughs> sure. Um how does uh how does weapon uh scaling and and damage work in the game because there's no numbers i i've seen clips that don't show any numbers it's just combat so is it just like sort of a base you know your weapons have a base amount of damage and you just shoot ethos he asked you a question and you walked away. Sorry, totally. What's up? <laughs> What's the question? <laughs> oh, good lord, Brandon. This is amazing. We could have visually seen oh, oh, someone, someone randomly was at my door. I was like, who the hell is this at my door? Oh. What's up? It was uh, it was a package. What's up? I don't know why it was so late, but yeah. No, no. What was the question? How does uh, how does like weapon damage work in the game? Is it? Are there, like, oh, that's any the RPG best part. Or? There's no RNG. Oh, There's God. no looter shooter mechanics. It's just straight up. Like they don't even show you numbers of what your 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 uh, your gun does. It's just you just put lead into them and you just pray you put enough lead into them to kill them. Uh, there's like dismemberment, so it's like kind of like a dead space where you can oh, shoot sure, different sure. limbs and stuff for like the bugs and also the robots. So you can dismantle certain ones and there's like weak points on them, so you can do more damage to them if you hit like behind the robot's back or something like that. So there's a little bit of like uh, teamwork that you have to do in that aspect of you distract them, I'll swoop around behind them and I'll just shoot them in the back with like a shotgun or something like that. Uh, but yeah, that's that's pretty much the gist of it. There's like no like looter shooter elements whatsoever. There's no like this is my epic gun and this is my you know rare gun and the epic gun does this special like exotic yeah, weapon. Per sure. yeah, there's like none of that in the game at all. I think the thing that surprised me most about the game is it looks better uh, than like I feel like YouTube doesn't sell the game very well. Like the lighting in the game is very well and the textures are pretty good. Uh, so I feel like YouTube videos compress the hell out of the game and it looks much better when you're actually playing it on a monitor um but overall i i really like the game i i'm not gonna lie this wasn't even really on my radar like i saw like trailers for it and then it came out and like everybody's talking about it you're gonna stream it you're gonna stream it i'm like all right bro i give it one chance um and what i found i was like okay i was like i get it um i think i think the best thing it has going for it is this is not it's like the polar opposite of suicide squad i feel like suicide squad's co-op just exists this is a co-op game where the co-op serves a purpose you have to you have to team fire in this game because like ethos was saying earlier you don't really know how much damage you need to do especially against like these heavy enemies and they can mollywop your ass real quick in the game because although like in the description it says you play a elite soldier but i feel like they're being sarcastic no, it's a joke it's yeah. definitely a joke you're, playing a grunt. <laughs> <laughs> you're a literal grunt yeah you're playing a grunt so you have to team fire in this game you have to coordinate and especially have to coordinate because there's friendly fire in the game which leads to like a lot of funny moments um so like that's i feel like is the value it feels like you're kind of overcoming things um and then just kind of the constant different little situations the little um what's the, the the objectives in the game i feel like a lot of people don't talk enough about that uh the game does have objectives you're not just shooting aliens you have to escort uh different like civilians or you have to download like some data from like a computer or something like that so like there's different things that you have to do and i feel like that's engaging for me the issue is that it's the game is very janky and i feel like this game is getting a big pass because it's a small studio but i'm like the jankiness is not small janky it's big jank 
I'm talking about we got one hour wait times to get into the servers. The climbing animations are weird. The game constantly crashes. Um, like a skill issue to me. It's a skill. Yeah, see, <laughs> like he's, making, he's making excuses. But if it, was, if it was a Ubisoft game, people would throw it under the bus. How much Ubisoft paying you for this episode? Oh, man. Oh, Because you did play Skull and Bones, right? Didn't they give you Skull and Bones? I got that for free. From, um, yeah, but didn't they? Didn't no, they no, get that? No, 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 they didn't. First of all, oh, come, oh, come who, on, you, hey, you, you know why? You know, hold on, we talked about it. Like, <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know, you, you, you <laughs> is not giving me free copies of the game. What's the name? Uh, what's the name? Kai gave it to me. Kai, she was like, I don't want this shit. She's like, Do you want the code? <laughs> oh, She's like, Do you want the code? I was like, Sure. Uh, that's the only reason I played Skull and Bones. So, you first of all, the the, the Ubisoft paying me accusations is funny because when we get to the Skull and Bones part, you're gonna see they definitely didn't. Um, <laughs> but what's the name, Jay? What, what's your take on uh, Hell Divers too? No, I was literally about to uh, to ask a question, which you answered. I was like, does the game have objectives? Because, like, every time I see a clip or something, it looks like, again, it's just a bunch of shooting going on. And, you know, uh, and I was watching Chaos play. You know, I was watching Ethos and 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 all playing one time. And I was like, I don't know what's going on. I just know y'all are running around and, and things are coming y'all and way. Dying. A lot of explosions and mines. And it was just, it was a lot going on. So I was just like, huh, it, it seems interesting. But at the same time, I, I just have super limited time. So I'm like, I can't add this game to my list just yet. Like, I already know Final Fantasy is around the corner, so like it, it's other things that I'm prioritizing at this point. But I mean, the game looks fun. Um, I, I I don't like you know how you all are having problems right now with the servers, but I mean at the same time, I, I guess it's a it's a blessing in disguise. I mean, obviously the uh, the developers need to get bigger servers because I don't think that they expected Hell Diver Two to pop off as much as it did. So um, hopefully those issues can be mitigated soon, so that you know people don't have to wait as long and, and can actually play the game. But uh, but it's cool though. I I love how you know a lot of people are you know hopping on this game now and i think this is another game that it seemed like word of mouth like because even like you know with dx said dx said that you know he was just watching clips or something like it looks interesting that's how i got into it too i saw Mm -hmm. no early gameplay of it for real like i saw you know the um you know when it popped up in like the shoney showcases the state of play but um actually like when the game came out i was like oh like people were hyping this up they were like man this is like you know one of the best games out like look at this look, look at this combat like look at you know everything is exploding like the memes are going crazy so i think that word of mouth is hyping this game up a lot more as well which is again a good thing because i don't think that there's any any better marketing for any studio you know and no matter what you're doing um then word of mouth word of mouth will get the job done because i think people you know trust the um the 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 actual words of like somebody who's close to you rather than you know just getting a million dollars thrown at you just for a commercial and you don't know what the hell it is so it's cool i may pick it up one day but right now i i am you know prioritizing other stuff but it looks cool though i i like the you know what's going on in the game do you agree with uh do you agree with jg's sentiment ethos like why do you think that this game is blowing up because it kind of came out of nowhere I think it's the memes. Uh, the game is very clever in its presentation. Like it's basically like Star uh, Starship Troopers, like the movie, where it was like uh, it's it's a very like playful in that regard. Where it's like, oh, it's like, what if we took the concept of how like America and we like turn dial it up to like a hundred? Where it's like, well, what is America? Well, we like guns and we like blowing shit up and you know the military. Like fuck yeah, like that's that whole like bravado is what the whole game is about. Um, but there's like really funny like um like writing within the game in the presentation like for example there'll be a mission where they say you we needed to take out this emergency this illegal broadcast happening on the earth that'll be a mission you go there and there's like the broadcast is basically saying that like the government's lying to you and that they, they created the the um the bugs and that they want the oil like it, there's nice little nods and like real life like comparisons but um I think the reason like why it's like also that that type of thing is because it's co-op because that's how it enhances word of mouth is because 
it's one thing to just say like Elden Ring, right? Where it's like, oh, you got to play the game and da, 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 da. It's so dope, right? But it's another thing when the game actually is actively encouraging you to go and get your friends to play with you because the game wants you to play with three people. It, the game is built, like you said early on. It's designed, it's played, it's best experienced with friends. Um, and even, which is kind of funny, um, even if you're a loser who has no friends, uh, I, I did uh, do some like quick plays. And when I was able to get into some random uh, lobbies, they... <laughs> They did. Uh, I, I actually found that like a lot of people were actually like really communicative. Like they were willing to like go on the voice chat and they were communicating. Uh, I even ran into one random lobby and some dude was straight up role playing the entire time. Like he was the, the whole nine yards saying like, <laughs> get to get to evac, uh, get to the evac soldier. I'll go take out that artillery. Like I'm talking like he's he's full on immersed in this thing and he's like blowing up the artillery and stuff on his own. He's he sacrificed. Was like get in here. I'm not leaving without you, soldier. Like it, it, the whole nine yards. Um, but yeah, I think that's really what's selling the game right now is it's very it's a funny game. Uh, it doesn't take itself seriously at all. Um, it it doesn't try to like throw in your face about like uh, constant like money microtransaction stuff. It doesn't do that at all. And the game's just it, it's fundamentally just a fun game. It's designed very well. It has a great presentation. Uh, and because it's co-op, uh, it works very well and it wants you to go and tell your friends about it so that they can pick up the game so that you can experience the like those experiences with your friends. That's why I think it's like it's blown up the way that exactly like JG said. So so TLDR co-op is back? Co-op is back. Co mm -hmm. I'm not gonna lie. This is the most fun co-op game I've played since I'd say since Left 4 Dead. I think I haven't had this much wow. fun that's playing co-op since Left 4 Dead. Gee, that's a yeah, long time. I, I would genuinely say that. Yeah. I, that's, I, that's... I think... I, I'm trying to think of a game after between this point where I feel like I had that much fun. I can't think of one that I think. Don't you have the I had on? on this? Now you know damn well this ain't a that ain't a PVE game. Come on now. <laughs> oh, you're just strictly talking about PVE. I thought we were talking about playing yeah. friends. No, yeah, like, no, no, no. Yeah. I'm strictly talking about PVE experience, like playing against like a you know AI, not like you know gotcha. PVP. Play as a squad and play against another team, not like that. But purely like from like a playing against like zombies or playing against some sort of like massive threat this feels like this generation it could i'm not saying it's at that point now i'm saying it could it could definitely become this generation's like left for dead i i read somewhere on twitter how the devs said that what they're gonna they've already been planning a lot so it seems like it too they, they've already planned a lot of content already out that the game hasn't shown yet uh one example of this was how literally i woke up two days ago and people are tweeting out and saying, yo, we need help. We getting, we getting messed up on the front. I said, I was like, what's going on? What's going on? The Twitter was po posting news articles saying that the, the damn Terminators were jumping us. And we were like, what's going on? And they're like, yo, get up, get up, get up. So everybody was like hopping on the game, trying to stop like an offensive. Like the AI actually was like attacking it. Um, for people who don't know, the, the game is all like part of a shared universe. So... It's not like an MMO where everyone like can see everybody, but it's like when people are actively playing the you're game. Playing you're playing a unit part of a big you, ass platoon, yes, basically. You're actually playing as like an actual massive army, massive force that's actively moving and liberating um, planets and taking them over for um, un for humanity and pushing threats back while the AI is also like, think of it like a game master. It's planning how these like AI are like responding to how we act. And there's like limited time events that happen where we have to defend a certain planet from a threat or they're going to introduce. And they said in the future, they said every Tuesday of the, of every month, they said they're going to be every Thursday. So I think once a week, 
they're going to be dropping in new stuff into the game, whether that's like new uh, gameplay stuff, like new guns, new stratagems, um, new like enemy variations might appear, uh, new biomes, new maps, all this sort of stuff. They're, they said that they're hiding a lot. There's a lot of stuff that's actually hidden in the game right now that's going to be turning on in intervals. Um, and I have a feeling this is my take, but um, they said that they've already shown and teased that there's going to be mechs in the game. Um, they've already shown like gameplay of them. So I think what's going to happen is they're going to have an event where to push back the, the robot they're gonna some basically they're gonna bring in requisitions for mechs and then we're gonna be able to use them to fight back the mechs that's my idea and apparently allegedly there's a third faction that hasn't shown itself yet that will appear on the map sometime in the future and surprise this as like another faction we have to fight against so yeah apparently they got some gas on the way if they do all that like i said if all that is true and it's not false i think this game could end up being like really awesome like how i felt left 4 dead was back in the day Mm, that's a bold yeah. statement. I'm trying to think off the top of my head. Like, I feel like I can't refute your point about like it is a really good co-op game, and like I understand why people like it. I can't think of another one that's like Anthem could have been this. I just want to say that Anthem could have been this. <laughs> You're not helping the EA shill argument. Uh, <laughs> Anthem could have been this, bro. They could have been this. They didn't mess it up, man. Uh one thing I will say outside of the the technical issues that I had, I wasn't I'm not like the biggest fan. I got used to it, but I'm not like the biggest fan. People are gonna get mm. mad at me, but I, I didn't I was I don't like the strategy thing. You have to do like Naruto. Yeah, we know you're old. I don't yeah. like doing it, bro. You can't and, do that. And shit. just no. to throw a damn grenade, you gotta do a Naruto Jujutsu yeah. sign. I, I was like, yeah. yeah, I was like, I don't know. What's the point of that? <laughs> That's Hello? part of the game. It's it's part of the tension. They don't want you to be able to just throw off. I get I get the point of it. Yeah, they, they want you to be. You're stressing while things so are blowing up. Issue, said, oh. here's the issue. So another issue I have with the game is the game does uh. not have a dodge roll. So what you have to do is you have to run in circles and hope your teammate covers your ass. Or you're gonna die. So what adds to that stress is the fact that I gotta do. You have to do a Tekken input, a Street Fighter input, in order to yep. do a orbital strike or throw. It's fucking annoying to me. I'm like, eh. I was like, this is not really fun to me. I got oh, used wow. to it, but I was just like, I don't want to press down, down, F left just to revive somebody. You got to do like a five button configuration, down, left, left, right, F right. I'm you like, better bro, learn come them on. In, you better learn those inputs. Hey they, man, what, oh, hold on, man. Okay, you better learn them inputs. Yeah, see, oh, yeah, was, uh, wow. They do, Jay, yeah. They do give you a cheat sheet it's at the top of your left hand you don't have screen. to memorize it yeah, you it, don't have it, to memorize it but screen. it's still annoying because you're in the middle it's of a fight though you're getting ran <laughs> over by funny. hundreds of aliens <laughs> it's and funny. you got <laughs> Somebody, I, I had it's said funny. that I said that in my first impressions video, right? And somebody in the comment section who was like, "Good thing you said that, you know, this wasn't like a full review because you saying you don't like the stratagems. It's it's part of a big part of the core gameplay." And I'm like, "It's my opinion. It's a review. Like I'm allowed to dislike it. Like it's it's like another thing I have. Okay, another issue I have with this game is too is the community's kind I'm of like fucking, a hater. I don't care. Oh, here you go. <laughs> I don't care. The community's oh, kind boy. of annoying. You're not allowed to criticize the game. I feel no, like no, you're I'm, not. Yeah, nope. you're you're not. He's nope. he's joking, but you're not. You gotta wait like, a month. You gotta wait a month. You gotta wait a month. Then is that what it is? Excited. That is that what it is? Yes. <laughs> you have to let the honey. You forgot. It's the honeymoon period, just like Call of Duty. Remember how back in the day we used to play Call of Duty? You can't criticize it in the first week, the first month. Got to give it a little bit. Let it let it, you know. Let it uh you know nourish a little come, bit. And then, then you can criticize. Here it. come the videos a year later. Yep. What this game wasn't that good. Was Helldivers too overhyped? In depth analysis. Like <laughs> yeah, I think it's a good much. game. I think it's a good game. I just like the way people are talking about it, like it's perfect. I'm like, it has some issues. Jokes aside, like, it's not perfect. It definitely has jank. I agree with you on that. Um, I do think that sometimes I feel like certain angles where I feel like I should be able to like uh, mantle over certain things doesn't. It's trigger. weird to climb in the game. It's weird. It's weird. But like, I sometimes it's my own mistake because I forget to press the space bar when I'm jumping. Because you have to input that to make. Nah, your character when I be hitting the jump that. button, it still be doing that shit. And I do want to jump. I, I, 
It makes I feel it, like it's the same thing with God of War. I want to be able to jump my character to jump. I want them to be able to jump. The only way I can jump. articulate it is it sometimes the lack of dodge roll and the climbing and stuff like that. It makes it feel yeah. like the game is artificially difficult and it's not. Actually it feels difficult. like it's intentionally. I feel like it's part of the bit that you're playing a grunt and they don't want you to feel like a super soldier. But yeah. because like, for example, like, you know how they do the dolphin dive and it's it's good. Like it's but it's not like but a Call of Duty you. dolphin dive. But then like when you if you dive too far, it then turns into a ragdoll animation. You, you screw yourself and you're just like, ah, and then you have to take like a second to get back up like that sort of stuff where I'm just like, I don't know. I don't know if like maybe in the future there'll be a perk or something to add to the game that will enhance that. I do agree with you about the dodge roll. I, I wish that was in the game. I feel like that would drastically help me from some of the times where I get killed. And there's a bug. <clears throat> no one can convince me. I don't hear no. I don't want to hear nothing about no skill issue. There is something weird going on with the. Uh, with the robot difficulty where I was playing that shit for the past two days. And I'm telling you, I've, it does not feel like the difficulty I'm playing on. Like it feels way harder. I, I think it's a bug. I'm pretty sure some people said it confirmed. It was a bug. I don't know who said that, Didn't but you say you're not allowed to criticize the game. No, they're I'm a developer. <laughs> I'm an exception to the rule. Tell them DX is in the fine print. Tell them, tell them. <laughs> I think the saving grace of this game is it's 40 bucks. So it's like, you can't, you can't. Yeah, I think yeah. that's why people are giving it a pass so much. I like, I get that point. And then it's the not, battle if this pass. this was a $70 game, they'd be on it. They'd be yeah. slandering. Yeah, they'd be on it. Yeah. yeah I, that's I would another say, thing that we forgot ahead. to mention. They, they, they entry point of $40. Like, people were, you know, they are, they're complaining about $70 game. This game is $40 and it's a co-op game. So I, I, I think that that's a, a, another reason why people are like so into it right now yeah i would i would say this is a it's a good game but also understand what you're getting into because i feel like there's so much hype with the memes right now i don't see a lot of fair criticism of the game understand the game is a little bit janky and as long as you're cool with that you're gonna have some fun with it that's all i'm saying uh i, f I feel like it's a disservice to people who haven't played it like jg was unaware of the, the doing the jutsu sign stuff like there's things going on i feel like people the should best be part you don't tell them about that you let them find out in real time <laughs> I'm gonna get mad too, you know. I'm old, I'm old man gamer uh, now, so I'm gonna get mad at that too. Overall, yeah. I give it a thumbs up though. I still say check the game out. It's cool. I say check I like it. Out. It's fun yeah. with friends. Um, let's keep the conversation moving. Let's. I, I I actually changed the notes around. I was like, you know, we're talking about a co-op game. Let's keep it. Talk to about a, a co-op game that people don't like. It got shat on. Uh, it's been a couple weeks now, um, so I think we can actually have a, a fair healthy conversation about it because the week that this game came out if you weren't shitting on it you were a corporate shill um and i'm talking about suicide squad kill the justice league the internet has moved on but we haven't because you know our podcast we only do it like twice a month so we get to it when we get to it you got the floor dx um give us the good bad and ugly on suicide squad yeah if you were around the first week of this game's uh release or even pre-release because it had early access you would think that it's the worst game in the last 10 years mm -hmm. um but it's not really i've i've played it i've played uh, about uh, i think uh 15 hours of it and you know it's it's not nearly as bad as people said it's not the greatest game ever but many of the issues that people were talking about are either blown out of proportion or just complete misinformation um which is no surprise um but i've i've been having fun with it it's like i said it's not it's not a game for everyone um it's got the looter shooter this weapon has this rarity does this effect thing going and I think you mentioned that the co-op as well doesn't feel um, like it has much purpose, and I would agree with that, but as a game on its own, um, it's not that bad, and I, I can't I can't sit here and say it's the worst game I've ever played. I think that's ridiculous. Yeah, I think a lot of that stems from what happens in the story. Um, 
Sure. A lot of people are really upset that in a game called Suicide Squad Killed the Justice League, you killed the Justice League. Um, and specifically one character. Not uh, me. Not, <laughs> not lying, though. Like, <laughs> which like, is what? mind-blowing to me because it was on the box. So I actually beat the game uh, just the other day. And so I saw that moment. And I was like, it did nothing for me. I don't know, maybe because I touched grass, it just didn't bother me that that person died, as well as any of the other Justice League, because I expected to Whoa, kill them. Spoiler alert! The <laughs> so here's 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 so here's the funny thing too. Here's the funny thing. I had seen some TikToks, and it was from. Comics. I've heard people. I don't know. I don't know the ending, but I, I know what you're talking about. I, I it was I from saw Comic like Story. Outraged it was about before. And stuff. It was before I had beat the game, and he was talking about a theory he had that he didn't think it was the Justice League, and he was going to like they were either like synthetic, um, like clones or something like that. I've heard that. Yeah. After yeah. I beat the game, I wouldn't even. I don't know if they're clones. I don't know what it is. But if you, it's so terribly obvious the amount of people that hated this game did not play it. Because if you play the game, I don't know if they're clones or something else. There's something story going on. There, there, the, the story is hinting at something. There's something else going on uh, that doesn't meet the eye. The unfortunate thing about it is they chose for it to be a live service game. And I don't want to spoil what happens in the ending. It sounds like there's going to be a lot of fucking se seasons. And I'm not here to fucking, I don't know. I'll try one maybe. I don't know if I'm going to make it to the end of the story. It's the fact they broke it up into pieces. They didn't even give people a chance to actually see what they were actually trying to cook up. Because I do feel like the story is one of the stronger aspects of the, the um, I'm curious. Uh, do you guys feel like um, without like the idea of like, you know, there's more story to it. Do you feel like what you did play felt like uh, like uh, how do I like um, satisfying? Like, um, you know how like a lot of times you'll play like a looter shooter stories and they feel very like kind of like you feel like you're getting to a certain point and it just stops and you're just like oh now you gotta wait for next month for when we do the next update and you're just like but you know i didn't get any closure for like the main campaign i definitely had this problem yeah the, like always has this problem the but, ending yeah, to the game is you don't get any good closure and then on top of that i think i think the issue with the game is i agree with dx it's not the worst thing i ever played but it is painfully mid i would say it's like a six 5.5 like a six like the way people were describing it like you would think this game was completely unfunctional it's very functional yeah like, people describe like it's a yeah. one or a three or i feel like, like if that, a game yeah. is functional at bare minimum like it's like a five like there wasn't no frame drops i wasn't dealing with any crazy bugs or glitches or anything like that like small stuff but it was very far and in few between the biggest mm -hmm. issue is the game is very repetitive it's very uninspired and yes. i think I think the biggest issue I had with it is not only is there a lack of um, variety in the grunt enemies that you fight, but the boss fights. No. Not, the boss fights is actually the biggest criminal part of this game. Um, there's remember one. How I said, remember how I said last week where I was like, if the boss fights when, were creative, when I was, I, def when I was defending it. Yeah, remember how I was like last week when we were Gene, I was literally, or last episode, and I said with Gene, I was like, I wanted to defend it because I was like, I saw some sparks of something that could have been interesting, like with the whole Batman in the museum. And I was hoping they do more of that. Does that happen more throughout the game? Or is that's it that's the best part like, of the game? That's <laughs> no, yeah, I agree. Oh, oh, I no, agree. That's, that's the best oh, part of the game. No, 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 nothing bro the final boss fight is the flash boss fight wait what it's just a okay. different version of it it's just a motherfucker uh, yeah. running around i was like bro <laughs> um, 
I I don't think that gamers wow. like this type of game. Uh, this is a very specific kind of game. The game that I link it back to is I know that a lot of people didn't like this. It was Agents of Mayhem. This plays exactly mm. like Agents of Mayhem. It is it is DC's Ooh. version of that, and I don't think that gamers like games where you can swap between characters and all of the fights are as repetitive as they are and what's meant to break up the monotony and the repetitiveness is the character abilities. I don't think that people like this sort of game. I, I swear I've never seen this formula done successfully and I think this game, this game is the opposite of Helldivers where they set it up to fail with that price tag. I think that if this was $40, people wouldn't be complaining nearly as much as they are about it. Mm. Or even free to play, yeah, that, that would have been ideal. I think it should be free to play. I think I, I wouldn't be surprised if it does go free to play because I mean, like the, the the when I checked the other day, the servers they only had like a couple thousand people playing them. What's the end game? Um, is there an end game? Like, there's is there there's, like raids there's or an end game, but it's like it's hard to talk about it without spoiling it. Spoiling, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. never mind. You'll talk to me later then. Um, but that's a little disappointing because I, I literally I, was trying to defend it last time. <laughs> like, I'll tell you this: I'm much. hoping it'd be some good here. I'll tell you this much: it's a minor spoiler with the end game, and, and okay. it could be end up becoming a joke. If okay. if my theory is correct, there's going to be at least thirteen seasons. Uh, and yeah, so okay, so you're with me, DX. Okay, yeah, I don't even know if they're gonna get to 13. <laughs> uh, with, with the numbers that this game is doing, I'd be surprised if they got to three. I agree. Um, I was gonna say the same exact number. I agree. Damn, we may not ever see the true yeah. ending to this game, unfortunately, because they chose it for it to be a live service game. But, um, um oh, man. I, I will say that uh, in terms of like games like this that are co op and looter shooter, I do feel like the story is kind of woven into the game, uh, very competently. Like, it, I the agree. story feels like it's presented like you're playing a single player game. And usually, um, those games suck at that most yeah, of the time, yeah, at, right? Usually, suck, these yeah. games suck at that, and this game, I think, actually does it pretty well, but I. I, I think this needed to be a slam dunk, and it isn't, and I think what ultimately might kill the game is the fact that it's a live service game, because this game, I track um, I track games on the Steam Global Sellers list, this mm -hmm. game sunk like a rock. This game, this game was at number seven uh, yeah. at its debut, and then it sunk. It sunk, Jesus. sunk, sunk. It's getting, it's getting outsold right now by the, by the Tomb Raider remasters that came out. Oh, wow. And she's so that means uh, there's gonna be a. <laughs> <laughs> so that means what? Well, it was fifty percent off, probably in less than. Man, because I think that was like how Anthem was. Right? I, I, like, in order for was, this like, game to survive, sunk really fast. In order for well, this game to survive, it? they're gonna have to go free to play. I think. I freed up. That's exactly what I was gonna say. Mm. Screw a price cut. They and they still do that. Like, how do you think that? Do you think the game is possible? Yeah. Do you think that's even? They're gonna have to reward the people who bought the game with some type of in-game item that nobody else can get. That's the only way they can get around this shit. Because otherwise, people would be mad. Is the game designed in such a way that free to play could? work or i think i think so i think so yeah it's possible okay yeah. i was curious to see i don't think they'd have to like redesign anything about the game i think that people mm. uh, the the price of entry is just too high for the type of game that this is and the quality of the game honestly like i think that's the biggest part i think if like this was a, a much better game i don't think people would have that much of a problem paying 70 dollars for it but mm. as it stands no that's a very hard sell for most people 
Yeah, the um the main missions are so uninspired. Um, it was a lot of just like me turning my brain off, which you know, at certain points, I'm not gonna lie, I was having fun because I do think there's yeah, space. Yeah, me too. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think there's space for a Dynasty Warriors, and that's what it kind of feels like—a third-person shooting Dynasty Warriors. It was just a lot of shit on the screen, blow it up. And then there was other times where I'm like, all right, I feel disengaged. I'm not being challenged, and it was probably like halfway through the game because the enemy variety just never changes. And then also, I don't know how you feel about the DX, but there were like side quests in the game where they would the game is already limited in terms of the combat it gives you it would sure. limit you even more there's missions where yes, it's like those mi- yes you can only exactly kill him with poison about, yeah you can only kill him with headshots it was fucking annoying to me i'm like bro the well, game's too fast paced that's the that's the problem with this formula because every every game i've played that does this sort of thing has this sort of uh this same sort of problem of repetition and the way that they break up the repetition is in like the the slightest way possible like in in this game it's you can only deal damage to certain opponents using certain things like grenades and it's like that doesn't really differentiate the missions that actually just makes it more annoying because you're limited it it goes out of its way to limit your arsenal of weapons um i i don't know how or why this game was pitched in the way it was pitched I, I just I don't understand like there there were so many more options to do a live service game than this that I'm not sure how this game came to be in the state it's in I don't I don't get how you could have because if I think about it right this and Gotham Knights were both being developed around the same like span time right like they both probably were both being pitched but to Warner Bros and or Warner Bros said we want it because I know Warner Bros has been talking about how they want to make more mm-hmm. live service games I think no I think Did Warner Bros just say hey we want two Batman focus or we want two DC no, I think Suicide Squad has been in development longer than Gotham Knights I think so as well I but, but, they, I but they both were well so that so that's the thing is and I'm curious do you feel like do you think behind the scenes Suicide Squad was originally going to be like how the OG Batman trilogy was going to be, where it's just like a fun co-op maybe, action adventure game. Maybe it was a co-op, like like a held up. Maybe it was supposed to be originally a co-op game that that was going to be the next like that was Rocksteady's next like evolution of their formula was Perhaps, they were going to take yeah. Arkham Knight and let you because they kind of experimented with that with uh, at the end of Arkham Knight by letting you play other characters. Like that was a natural progression of now we're going to have you be able to play with your friends in the same universe of the way that you love it. And then maybe Warner Bros came in was like turn into live service so that we can get more money because that's the big thing at the time that's what all the games were doing you see i don't know because i feel like this game it doesn't even have to be a live service like the type of game that it is is not even suited to be a live service game because all it's doing is basically extending the amount of content in the same way that any other game would it's like it Mm. doesn't make sense to me that this is a live service game because all you do like i guess i guess the the idea is that you get to play as more characters and there's more uh boss encounters and gameplay that'll come with new seasons but you can do that with any game that's not like how the traditional live service model is with a lot of these games with new maps and stuff like that that's mm. just something that feels like they've tacked on to this game and the and the formula that it's doing i don't i really don't understand why this is a live service game also um the the, the way that they went about it making it a third person action shooter I feel like that limits. Okay, they're adding new characters, and some of those characters leak. Mm-hmm. I think one of them was like yeah. Deathstroke. What, what's going to be different about him? He's got yeah. he's he's got a sword and a gun too. Like he's he's got well, he's a sword and uh, the, they, the physical sucks in this game. They limited themselves very badly because one of the things that you can say about that Avengers game that came out is that all of those characters actually played uniquely. Like if you played Thor, it yeah. was nothing like playing the Hulk, right? Um, mm-hmm. 
in this game playing every like every character has the same base sort of gunplay so there's no yeah, they all have guns yeah yeah it, it it like if you play harley quinn the biggest difference is really the traversal like that's mm-hmm. it, it, it yeah. there's like no there's no clear distinction between her and i'm playing i've been playing boomerang it's just like i mean their their special abilities maybe but that's not really enough to to differentiate those characters in a meaningful way so i don't know the, the new characters that they're gonna add I'm not really seeing how they're going to attract a larger player base or even people to come back to the game. Yeah, it's going to be tough. Yeah, and I I agree. I agree with everything. And that's what I said before. Like, I I hate it. Like, when they said that this was going to be a live server game, I'm like, no, I'm just just totally not into it. The whole live service thing, the whole looter shooter aspect, I I said from day one, this should have been a a just standard co-op action adventure linear experience like they should have just left it at that yeah I and agree. then maybe tacked on some dlc you know maybe some extra characters just tell to be done story. with you have we have we not learned anything from avengers like avengers avengers did the same thing and and like say you know uh dx you you know you gave up that at least they play uniquely but that game died very quickly you tried to live server yes. stuff it failed yes. and, and and now we're we're doing it again you tr- you know kind of dipped your toe try to dip your toes with with arkham knight um people were upset at that because again they didn't want the uh the the whole looter aspect of that game and the fact that it wasn't true co-op until you know you you tack it on and then even when you tack it on it become more of a survivor you know type of experience it's not oh we're going through the city you know and, and doing the game you know playing the whole uh the whole main missions or even the dlc aspect it, you know it just ended up being survivor aspect and then you finally give us uh you know quote-unquote true co-op game and then it ends up still being a live service game and and it still didn't you know meet up to the expectations that it, you know at least i was looking for and and, you know a good co-op game so now we're here and you're telling me that this game has the potential to have 13 seasons like that's ridiculous yeah, i don't like i don't i guess the only positive thing that we can say is at least on steam the reviews have changed to very positive um i'm not sure if that was you know people actually trying out the game regardless mm-hmm. of you know what what ign or other you know creators um you know have, have made videos shitting on the game um um I, I you know i don't know if that's the fact but a lot of these comments i'm actually saying is just you know wait till the game goes on sale like the game is good but yeah. wait until it goes on sale it's, again it's in that middle of the road six, seven type of aspect yeah and, and i agree with that too like wait for it to go on sale but if you all are now saying that this game to be free to play i'm like yeah that you know that that further drives the point that if you're going to go all in on this live service that maybe you should make it free to play especially if you're considering you know going that far and then the life cycle and trying Trying to either get a new audience or bring people back to it. Yeah, Avengers has done irreparable damage to gaming. I, th- I think what it is is it's. A, it's <laughs> and I think superhero <laughs> games. I think are always under a stigma from this point forward because of Avengers. That I think if this point, any time a superhero game gets revealed, people think it's going to be bad. I think because of Avengers, I think that game has done outside of Spider like, brain damage. Outside yeah, of outside Spider-Man. of Spider Man, Spider Man being the only exception, I feel like people will always he's on his own island. Um, yeah, he's on his own island. But I think every other superhero game, like think about it, when that Wonder Woman game gets revealed on the leaks, yeah, yeah when that Wonder Woman gameplay, people, yeah, some people yeah. were shitting Same, on it. It's not done. What are you doing? And I guarantee you, because I know, I know, DX, you're probably excited for it too. But I guarantee you, I put money on it. I put a parlay on it. I bet you, when that Wonder Woman game gets revealed, I guarantee you, people are going to take the whole the whole thing. It's going to be shit uh it's gonna be a live service game even though they said it's not gonna be uh you know it's gonna be a bad game i i get i can feel it i already know man. that that game um it might not be a live service but 
based on people research, like I, <laughs> I think that they will monetize. They're going to figure out a way to monetize that. They did it with Shadow somehow. of War. They yeah, ruined yeah. that game. <laughs> and it's, it's the same studio, too. It's the same studio. Yep. So they're going to no. find a way to do it. Even, like... <sighs> WB is going to make it. It's going to happen. Yeah, Warner Bros. They're one of the worst publishers. I'm shocked they haven't done it to Harry Potter yet. (laughs) I'm like, bro, like you literally sold the biggest game in the entire the entire year, and there's still no DLC for this thing. Like, you guys lasso a truth. Like, I don't know. It's weird. the, The the strangest thing about this game is that think about like think about the Suicide Squad, right? It's it's a group of characters that you know get together to fight someone. This easily could have been like the Guardians of the Galaxy game that uh, Eidos Montreal did. And when you play the game and look at the story and the way it's presented, it it feels exactly like the Guardians the humor of the is good in this game. game. I agree. Yeah, I mean, exactly. it felt like Guardians to me. It it, yeah. it feels like the story. Like I've genuinely laughed. I like the characters and uh, the performances are great. And then you get to the actual game. And there's like this such a large disconnect between the way that the story is presented and the type of game it actually is. It feels so strange. This just reminds me. Hey, everybody, make sure you guys play Guardians of the Galaxy. Don't forget about that game. I know a lot of people forgot about it. It was fantastic. uh, Avengers killed it, unfortunately. It wasn't a good game. Avengers Avengers did a great job on that game. (laughs) I think um, two things, two things. I think this is a case with Suicide Squad of sunken cost fallacy, where it had been in development for so long that I think at the time when they started developing it, the reason that WB probably probably pushed them to do the live service is live service was big. Remember, Destiny, people did love Destiny 2 at one point. So then by the time they got done with the game, the trend had changed and people were like, why the fuck is this shit a live service by the time they announced it? So that I always say, that's why it's important to let the artists just make what the fuck they want instead of trying to hop on a trend because trends come and go. But if you make some fire, it, 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 it's always going to be what it is. Um, well, fun fact, uh, right now in the game, I thought I saw like a poll or some industry poll. Uh, there's right now, I think somewhere between 90%, I think of all studios right now have a live service. Yeah, I, I was going to bring that up. I was going to bring that up. We can talk about it now since you brought it up. Um, how yep. y'all feel about that? 95, they surveyed over 500 studios for those of you unaware. And 95% of these studios said they're working on some form of live service game. It's not going anywhere, comments. We're done. Who's bro? gonna play all this? Here, here's the Where thing: no, you, you, you just you just said why this is gonna fail. There are literally not, not enough. enough gamers to have fan bases for mm-hmm. these games to make them profitable. They're literally, I, I, there are not enough people, and so that means that some of these games, you know, to be fair, there's a certain percentage of all games that will just fail, right? Like we we know that, but in this game, in in this uh, particular genre. Um, I think that might be X2. Like that, there might be an X2 multiplier about the games that will come out and fail as a result of this. And the industry is going to find out really, really quickly. I wouldn't be surprised if some of the if some of the publishers even pull the plug. Like the way that um, I think it was, um, I think it might have been Square with Creative Assembly. There was a live service mm-hmm. game that they were doing, and they canceled it before it. I even played came out. that shit. You remember? Oh, that? is it closed? Um. It was Sega. It was hyenas. Sega was, hyenas. Yeah, yeah that's was, what it yeah. was. I remember that. Oh, yeah, shit. Like ass. Yeah. No, I played. No, I played it with clothes when I wasn't allowed to talk about. It. I was playing it with a couple of other friends. It wasn't bad. That was the crazy part. I was playing like it had like it was like oh here's the weird part. It was like Lawbreakers. It was so weird. It had zero right. G's. It yeah. had like the whole Lawbreaker thing where you could like move through it, but it was like PVEBE. So it was like you'd mm-hmm. you'd go and rob vaults, but like it was like a mix of like extraction shooters. So it was like so Tarkov, probably... more comedic. 
it, it, it had Sonic in it. It had a literal cosplay. Yeah, I remember they, they probably surveyed the field though. Yeah. And it was like nobody was interested in it because I remember I remember that big moment, but nobody was yeah. talking about it. It was gonna die. I was playing. I was like, this is actually a fun game. But I knew the back of my head. I was like, if this thing comes out today, it will die in a month. It, there's no way the play the fan base is gonna embrace this. You know what's funny about this live service trend today is that um, so back uh, back about. 15 years ago um developers were creating multiplayer titles and mass and they were like full-priced multiplayer titles that only had multiplayer yeah and they learned really quickly that you can't do that because there aren't enough people and your games will fail and it's harder when it's harder to develop a multiplayer game only because that game will literally live or die and you will make more profit exactly so we have somehow come full circle uh to the same shit that was happening in the industry all the way back then where there are too many of these games coming out now and it's even worse now because some of these some of these games are free to play so that means you make substantially less money um when your game comes out as opposed to back then when the games were full price and there was pretty much nothing that was free to play um i don't i don't really know what the industry's doing with this i think they're chasing trends and but the trends have been dead for like a year or two and uh i i again i wouldn't be shocked if some of these games got canceled even before like like we would see them then they'll get canceled i'm I'm shocked that one game from uh square that foam stars game i'm shocked that hasn't been canceled yet. i I'm couldn't just, believe that, that game actually made made <laughs> i can't believe that game made to market that uh, was man uh, you, you know what like I'm, I'm gonna go even further and like you know you mentioned the the whole every studio want to make a multiplayer like i was actually upset like back then that a lot of these studios were like making my favorite single player games that didn't want to add a multiplayer aspect it was like mm-hmm. i understand why like at the time that you wanted to do it like oh i want to keep more people in the game that's literally the point right like you want to mm-hmm. keep people playing your game you want to you want to keep the replay value there and in, in, in single player game there's you know there's literally no replay value unless again you add dlc or you know some other uh you know add-on mode at the end of it live service if if that number is that high for how many studios are making a live service game you're going to be wasting all of these resources exactly, all of this money right. and more people are going to lose their jobs and we are going to see a crash in the gaming industry i don't want this to happen but if if these studios are literally going to do that they we're going to see another crash crash every every industry across you know every every um everything across man uh known to man is is uh they're they're uh losing jobs right now so if you're going to do this in the gaming industry it's going to be it's going to be worse bro so i really hope it doesn't happen what, what we're games. what we're talking about is a deeper conversation it's really about capitalism and corporate greed it, i think the most yes. i think the most fascinating thing about this all is these suits that sit at the top and make these decisions they're all data driven they're all about money but they don't look at the data and be like, look, I mean, how many how many people are on Earth at this point? Like eight billion people. Only a yeah, certain right. number of them are gamers and only a certain number of them will like live service games. And then that doesn't even guarantee they're interested in your live service game. OK, so there's no way like they're always ta- looking for ways to grow there. At some point, you're going to plateau. There's no way to unless just more people are just infinitely born tomorrow. There's no way to sell to an infinite amount of people and people, I think, are going to get blinded by that greed. And like JG said, unfortunately, I think a crash is coming. And like, I feel like this conversation plays even further more into some of the stuff that they announced at that Xbox podcast, which we're going to talk about later. But um, I want to I want to end the suicide conversation by saying that um, after completing the game, I will say the funny thing to come out of all this is 
that Flash boss fight. Now, IGN infamously released a preview. They released a preview video, and in the video, the IGN writer said that the boss fight was hard. He didn't like yeah. fighting Flash because he was fast. Stupid statement. The Flash is the fastest person in the world. But second, I'm not going to lie. After beating the game, you fucking suck at games, dog. You it suck. it you wasn't suck hard. <laughs> I beat you it on the first that. try. It was not hard, dog. It was you did have to lock in because he was moving all over, but like I did not struggle. It was more annoying than hard. I was just like, eh, it wasn't hard. But mm-hmm. shout out to that, Cuphead, Cuphead Gate 2.0, boy. Cuphead That's Gate. um that that IG like IGN's coverage of this game, regardless of whatever quality the game is, has been a smear campaign. Like just straight up. Oh I yeah, agree. I, I agree. agree. Yeah, and I'm just trying to figure out like why did they like I don't think I don't think we're ever here like why they decided to just crap on this game so hard like and then that. they just gave Skull and Bones a seven. Fuck out of here, bro! Like, My ass. Fuck out of here. I guess Ubisoft gave him the free code. I'm, I was looking at that yeah. review. I'm like, okay, <laughs> they gave Skull and Bones a seven. Yeah, yeah. The game where you can't where you where you farm trees in your boat. You can't even get out of the boat. That know, Skull and Bones. I don't know, man. Mm. What? I'm yeah. sorry. Wait, what? Maybe. Let me. Um, let me. Let me double check that. I, I swear, I watched the review yesterday. Yeah, they gave no it a seven. Shot. No, I just Googled check it. it. I, I, I'm, I'm for the pull no. it up because motherfuckers gonna pick it. Ain't no way. I, I'm scrolling down. Look at nah, this shit. Comment ain't no section. way they gave it a seven. They gave ain't it no a seven, bro. Look, Google it right now. Skull and Bones IGN review. They gave it a fucking seven, this. bro. No the way, code bro. came through. <laughs> There's no yeah, way they yeah, actually in my in my yeah. opinion I was I was playing this yesterday and I uninstalled this shit after an hour and a half. In my opinion, the hate Suicide Squad got should have been redirected to this game. This game is <laughs> god fucking awful, bro. And since we're on the topic, we can talk about it. I don't know if I'm the only one that played. I like I'm in utter shock of what I played, dog. <laughs> what year did uh Black Flag come out? Like 2014? It's been like 10 years. Yeah. They put out a game that's worse. Like Etho said, in this game you cannot even get out your boat to gather the resources. You you sit in the boat and you just gather them like randomly. But here's here's what made me uninstall the game because there's a lot of different reasons, right? This was the breaking point for me. I was gathering resources and because uh, I needed to fix my boat or whatever. In the game, it doesn't explain that it's a shared universe in a sense that all throughout the map there are resources. So I had to collect trees to build my boat. So then I go to the, the icon on the map where it says to collect the trees, but nothing's there. So I'm thinking it's glitching. I'm like, okay. So then I go to the next one. Nothing's there. Oh, man, go to the next one. Me? Nothing's there. The game doesn't, someone in the comment section had to explain to me. The game does not explain to you that if somebody else in your shared universe takes the resources, you have to wait for it to respawn. But then here's the kicker. There's no indication of that on the map. There's no um, time <laughs> ticker that tells you when the resources come back. I said, fuck this game, bruh. Are you kidding? This is a chore. There's nothing fun about this game. Um, fucking the world to walk around. There's nothing to do in it. Like it's just NPCs that give you um different tasks to go do, which all reward all revolves around building resources. The the core gameplay loop of this game is you create your character, you go talk to somebody. They say you need X, Y, and Z. You go out into the water, you collect it, you fix your boat. It makes your boat stronger, and then you can go fight other boats. But you can't do it. This is not a pirate sim. It's a boat simulator and a and a loot collector. Yeah, it's fucking boring. It, this game's marketing is incredibly misleading. Incredibly misleading. You think it's a game about piracy, but it's it's really not, is it? You can't even swim. <laughs> 
you walk into the water and there's an invisible wall. They said, nah, you can't do that, bro. <laughs> and it, it pisses me off because for those unaware, like I'm a huge Assassin's Creed flag, uh, not flag, black flag. I hate black flag. I'm a huge Assassin's Creed fan, but I was not a big fan of black flag. But I will say if they would have created a, a multiplayer version of that game where you can ride around on a boat with your homies and hop on other people's boat, duel people, fucking smoke, shoot guns. Like that shit would have been fucking fire. Just the kind of the community aspect. They of did it. make one. They did do that. Sea of Thieves was boring. I don't yeah, it was Sea of Thieves. That, yeah. That's literally what you do in Sea of Thieves. Yeah. You literally do that. You literally do that. But in I'm sea talking of about with the Assassin's Creed <laughs> combat. Sea of Thieves combat was boring to me. I didn't like it. But like Odyssey wasn't bad. Like when you had to go out there on the ships and do that. Like that wasn't terrible doing that. And, like, and I don't know if Black Flag combat. was like that, but like Odyssey wasn't terrible. Yeah, I I couldn't make it outside of an hour of that game. Um, did, how much time did you spend with it, DX? None. Oh, you said fuck that shit. <laughs> <laughs> the code didn't come through. The code didn't come through. Oh man, check didn't clear. Damn. Yeah, I, I'm I'm telling everybody right now because I think I'm the only one that played this. Avoid that game with all costs. Oh, don't worry, code. DX. I can give you a code. You want it? You can have it. I'll send it your way. Uh, no, you're good. You're good. <laughs> you're good. If if I could give some advice because you're a game developer, Ethos, do not get in debt with the government because then you're forced to put out a shitty game that you don't want to put out. Um, let's talk about a game that's actually good i don't want to spend too much time on that quadruple a game actually no you said you had a quote for me what, what was your what, what was your quote with the quadruple a game uh dx my bad well um so do you guys know where the term triple a comes from nah break it down actually no um so the term triple a originates from the insurance industry and um for bond credit ratings the highest rating that you could score was triple a so it meant that um you were a very reliable company um and the um what what uh, what's the word i'm looking for here the reliability of the company was very high if it got scored uh, a triple a that meant that you were more than likely to get your money back and then in the 90s that's that they extrapolated that to the games industry so back in the 90s ea would have been and still is a triple a company in the sense that if you invested in the production of one of their games you would get your money get back money. right mm-hmm. um as that changed later in the coming years in the 2000s people really started talking about that more in terms of budget um Mm -hmm. and i think for the amount of money that they probably put into this game over the course of a decade plus this probably is a quadruple a game this almost certainly is because (laughs) i i think they've lost uh quite a bit of money with this game yeah, I mean, they had to have lost a lost a bunch of money because if you read the details on the um, deal that they did with the Singapore government to fund it, in mm-hmm. order for them to subsidize it, a part of that deal was they had to hire Singapore employees yes. in order to make the game. So it wasn't even necessarily the best. So is that talent. why they built that studio, Ubisoft yes, Singapore? Yes. Yes. It wasn't necessarily the best oh. talent from Ubisoft working on the game. It was the government forcing them to use their people to make their game. And then one of the developers even left a uh, they left a quote saying that it felt like all the talent was leaving the team and it just became more junior and junior. And like that quote kept ringing in my head while I was playing the game because that's the way I would describe it. It just felt like a very junior game like somebody who goes to um was it was it full cell universities that still exist like a a student like that just was trying to make something like you could see where it was trying to go but it's like the talent just wasn't it was ambitious but they just didn't have the talent to reach yeah what they wanted to do unfortunately 
when you when you have a game like that that's made predominantly by a junior team that really extends to all aspects of the game it's not just sort of one area like game design um you have to supervise an an insane amount of work if you're if the people under you are not to a certain level of experience in the industry and i wouldn't be shocked if that's what happened if that's what's happened with this game and why it took so long because if you have a revolving door of people um you need to acclimate those people to your studio's culture and if you don't and if you don't have a quality bar because your people keep leaving then you effectively have to restart not development because that's not that's not really um it's not that wide a scale but mm-hmm. you basically restart the way that you approach the game almost every single time that happens. And the game shifts and becomes something a little bit different every time. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I can almost guarantee that this game was nothing like in, in the first iteration. Like, no. hey, we're going, you know, we're going to expand Black Flag. Like, this is what you all like. We're going to make, you know, a game that's based on the that. that. And yeah, yeah, I guarantee you that, you know, that the first iteration of this game is definitely not what we got today. I bet you is a money laundering scheme. This guy, I like. I bet, I, I bet you that's what it was. I bet mean, the way when you think all that with financials, I bet you if someone looked there. I'm just saying, if someone looked there, would it shock me? If my favorite you know. part, my favorite part about Skull and Bones is when you play the game after you beat the tutorial battle, which by the way lasts entirely too long. Uh, it's, it's it's almost like the ending to um Halo Reach. Where it's like in the beginning of the game, you're on a you're a you're a pirate on a ship with your crew, and you're getting attacked by the British Navy, and you just have to keep going until you die. It's fucking annoying. It lasted like twenty minutes. I'm like, can we get over this, bro? It happens in Halo Reach. You're a pirate? No, 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 no. Like you remember in the end of Halo Reach when like you have to fight all the aliens until you die? That's what I'm saying. Oh yeah, oh survive. That, that's, yeah, 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 survive. Oh okay, okay. I just get <laughs> you're, you're a boy. What? I was like, wait, wait, <laughs> like, wait, 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 like, pirates in there. Pirates in Halo? Wait, wait what? <laughs> Freaking, but the funny part is, if you get past that part, it then goes to the you know how like every game has like their opening little montage presented by da 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 da. Uh, yeah. in, the, in the opening montage for skull and bones it says this is presented by ubisoft paris ubisoft singapore ubisoft shanghai <laughs> i've never seen that it named like 20 different ubisoft studios i've never seen that in the video game before and i was laughing it was funny to me because i'm like yo i don't think them niggas want their name on this t- on this paper bro <laughs> i'm i thought it was the singapore team that made this shit bro why y'all putting the paris the montreal the shanghai team on this shit well you know what and happened like, they need to get the game done i bet you <laughs> Right, they yeah, called they, them in and said, hey, you guys got to come resources. in and help us. Uh, yep, you gotta help that us shit was front and center. They said, we finna all take this L. I was like, that's great. This is a group <laughs> effort. <laughs> I would have been like, nope. I would have like, stolen bones. Nope, that's y'all Singapore. I'm uh, no Paris uh, in Shanghai. Nope, we're not putting our names on this. Freaking avoid that game like the plague, man. Do not get it on sale. Do not buy it. Do not support it. Ubisoft needs to get it together. <laughs> if you want to buy a good, because jokes aside, it's fun to rag, rag on Ubisoft. If you want to buy a good Ubisoft game, get the Lost Crown. Get the Prince of Persia yeah, game. Get, that game's actually Persia. good. That game's Don't good. let that game get lost in translation. I said that you know before when we Don't talked about game. it. Don't let that Don't game get lost. It. Yeah, uh, it's it's a shame to see because reports came out that it's not selling well. Um, I'm like, Mm-mm-mm. good old Ubisoft. Maybe Star Wars will get it for him. Um, Let's talk, let's talk about another AAA game that came out, um, which, by the way, thanks for sharing that story. I did not even know that. I think we're all aware that AAA means like the best quality. But to know it comes from the uh, the credit side of things, I was like, okay. nothing good comes from the insurance industry. Uh, <laughs> um, Tekken 8 that has released since the last podcast. Um, and I, I saw a tweet. I thought it was pretty funny. Y'all let me know what y'all think. Um, they were saying that when Tekken comes out and black people play it during Black History Month, 
it's almost like when the waterbenders get the full moon or when the the firebenders get sosa's common or whatever that shit was called um and you get like a boost and it makes you a better player tekken 8 is out now and it's black history month do you feel like you're a better player as a puerto rican jg yeah, if I'm a Puerto Rican, to know. <laughs> <laughs> now nah, give us the good, bad, and the ugly, though. How you feeling about Tekken 8, man? I mean, I'm, I'm going to keep it short and sweet. It's Tekken, right? Like, a, a lot of things don't change in the game. Um, but it, obviously, in Tekken 8, like, you have heat actions now. So uh, so when you get into your heat actions, you can, you know, do different moves. You have a, a special mode now because it looks like, you know, Bandai Namco took from, the you know, the Street Fighter uh, element. So, you know, they, they made, you know, essentially easy mode with easy controls. Um, so that's cool if you, for some reason, this is your first iteration into Tekken but people have been playing for freaking years like again a, a lot of things don't change within like the the main formula of Tekken uh, but there's you know slightly different way to play it uh, but again short and sweet it's, it's a it's a great game uh King is, is is showing everybody once again now that again we're in this when the social media era where a lot of clips are being shared King is like overrunning uh every aspect of Tekken he's like uh he's like Zangief uh in Street Fighter uh because you know Zangief was just killing everybody especially on modern controls on Street Fighter but king is like doing the same thing like these these good king players are come running through and just tagging everybody and nobody knows how to break any throws so so people just getting worked easy um but like i said short and sweet it's, it's a great game um i just wish that they you know they need to spectator mode um in these lobbies because it, it, it's looking real real janky right uh, now correct, to, correct, correct, correct you if you're wrong uh you're wrong on that uh you can't spectate in the lobbies now uh, you finally again no it, it's it's in there and apparently it's been in there since day one because we've been running lobbies me and nomad um, oh, so you can't spectate. Yeah, we, we, I mean, we've been spectating the whole time. I was doing it yesterday. Um, oh, no, I'm freaking no man. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I, I hate, I hate, I hate to do this, but we got to flame up IGN. It was IGN that said that shit. Oh. So they said they said in their review that you cannot spectate lobbies, and that's why I was saying that shit. But you can in the game, and it's been there since okay. day one. They didn't know how to do so it. So Tekken tournament back on? Okay, cool. Yeah, we can't. Oh, do so we it. Can, so we can do so we can do community night then. Yeah, 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 yeah we, we can probably. do okay. it. Okay. Um, All right, cool. So I was, like, I was All like, right, you, you know, you know, the crazy part is, I I don't know how much they played the game because there's not like some special setting that you have to do. You literally, if you're in the lobby and you're not playing, you, you spectate automatically. I don't know what the fuck they were doing. Oh, so you don't even have to. You only have to click. I'm lying a lot. Them niggas looking kind of funny in the light, okay. brother. <laughs> All right, cool. Uh, what is, what, yeah, well, this game is down there perfect, Dan. Like it's a, it's a, a super amazing title. Um, I think all the Tekken fans, you know, for the most part, are happy about it. Um, and and I can't wait to see like the uh, the FGC tournaments that that are coming this year, uh, focused around Tekken Eight and out of this out. Like you said, you know, a lot of this stuff, you know, I just remember because i played the old tekken like a lot of uh, the characters i used to play with a lot of things don't change there so i i think for me you know especially you know been playing tekken for a while like it's like just coming back home it's like riding a bike so it's cool i love it you know great graphics great gameplay um i don't have any problems um you know especially even online like I, i've dealt with a couple of you know slow matches but then again it's the wi-fi warrior so i'm avoiding them like the plague now i gave one a chance and i'm like no more because it, it was like you know we're, yeah exactly but like you, you it was like we were stuck in molasses but it's a good game man like i think if you're a fighting game fan um you know if you've always played tekken you know tekken 8 is gonna be right up your alley if you never played tekken and want to try something new and you just love fighting games i would definitely recommend to give tekken 8 a try so it's a great fighting game and i think it's uh it's it's amazing that you know we're starting off the year with some with some some uh fire in the fighting game industry uh yeah i love the after you know mortal kombat sucked but uh after street fighter and then this it feels like fighting games are having a renaissance uh i really enjoy the game the only thing i would disagree with you jay is like you said that like it's tekken it's not like a not it's not a lot new here i would disagree i feel like there's a there's enough in this package that it's like 
it feels like a new game and first and foremost is the heat system that you talked about uh what i like about it is it speeds up the game like on average like games last like two three minutes i've never perfect or been perfect more in my life i tweeted about that shit bro mm. and, and like it's so fucking fast paced so it's easy to get in and out of games but it also changes the dynamic of the combat with the new heat system um it allows you to do the heat smash uh gives you armor upon activation and it also extends combos and what that does is it speeds up the game so where it rewards you for being aggressive so this is the most aggressive tech and i think that completely changes the game um as well as um the, the ghost ai feature i don't know if you got to play with that yet um I feel like it's important to give flowers to developers. That's a game changer. Every fighting game needs to have this. So for those of you unaware, this game has a, a, a mode in there called Super AI Ghosts, where at all times the game is analyzing your fighting style. And what you can do with that is you can choose to play against yourself and learn the mistake that you made. Uh, or you can play against other, you can download people's ghosts and you can play against like pro players. You can play against your friends when they're not online and you can adapt and learn to their fighting style. And then also you can go and watch replays and the game will literally tell you what you did wrong in a fight. It'll tell you what buttons you should have pressed to counter. That's fucking fire. That is very welcoming to new players. Um, I haven't seen anything like that in a fighting game. I think that's innovative and I think they should be praised for that shit. Um, as well as they got a new story mode with arcade. They got a shonen like they have two story modes in this bitch, bro. Plus, you got the online. I think my main critique is the online. I, I still think I know Tekken fans are going to get mad. I know you're happy to hear me praise the game, but the gold standard is still Street Fighter six, man. Uh, Tekken, like he was saying earlier, then Wi-Fi warriors, you guys need to get the fuck off the game. I'm tired of you guys having five thousand dollar PCs and two dollar Internet. It don't make no fucking sense. The workaround is a void. I would say if I played 10 games six seven of them were good but like yeah. when it lags it's fucking bad it is fucking bad and it's you wi-fi warriors ruining everything i'm not gonna lie put them on an island i feel like the game should test you to see if you're on wired or wireless and if you're on wireless it should put you in a pot to only play against people who are on wireless because mm. people who play wi-fi y'all all tend to same play really fast characters and shit like that i don't, I don't like that shit you know why they gotta compensate that's all they read to why <laughs> they, they, have, they literally have to compensate for their terrible internet also i don't agree what you said about king either you know as a king recent king player um i don't think yeah he, yeah you recent I've, I've been i've been i've been in the trenches bro you, you, you sound like you've been getting your head bashed in is what it sounds like <laughs> now, one, one king one king did decimate me but i already know though i already know how they get down so it, it wasn't new to me i play king though uh i was gonna say um no nah, i feel like i run into more victors and, and reinas those are the ones that are fucking annoying oh no victor yeah no I, I ran into a lot of victors my first time playing ranked i ran into a lot of yoshimitsu too and i main yoshimitsu like yoshimitsu is one is, is one of my safe i was like damn y'all playing yoshimitsu now i must have missed this so i i didn't know it was, it was that many yoshimitsu players i saw one king that that night but i saw like freaking three or four yoshimitsu i was like what the hell what the hell am i in am i in uh in in, in uh or two or something because this was ridiculous but uh, but I love the game though. It's a it's a really good fighting game. Really really good fundamentals. And the thing that you mentioned, I think we'll take it to the next level. Especially like if you are like somewhat serious about playing fighting games, um, you know those features um, are definitely unique and and they're definitely fundamental if you're trying to get better as a player. I'm excited because um, now it gives me two games to watch at Evo. Uh, I could never get into Mortal Kombat and Tekken 7 was so old. Like the last two Evos, like, it just wasn't exciting. But now there's nah, two exciting man. games to watch now. 
you know, I imagine because I mean, like you just said, like black people play Tekken, bro. The Atlanta scene of Tekken is very big, and and it took me a while to notice that too. Because again, I wasn't watching Tekken like that, but I started watching uh Tekken Tag Tournament too, um, and that was very exciting. And I was like, you know what? Like I was sleeping on watching Tekken, but don't sleep on it. Like I said, not you playing it now. Like it, I think it'll make more sense to you. Tekken is, is very lit, very deep community, um, but they're very they're very tight knit. Yeah, I would say this is probably my favorite Tekken since like Tekken Tag. I've always kind of casually played it, but like I really like this one. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see what the pros do. Pick up some new tech. Um, I know I like this game because I catch myself screaming and raging while playing it, which creates funny mm-hmm. moments. But, you know, it is what it is. Um, is it better than Street Fighter? No, nah, I still like Street Fighter more. Mm-hmm. I'm always going to be a Street I like, Fighter. I like player. Tekken more, man. I love Tekken mm-hmm. more. Man, you said you blacker than me? Yeah, he does something. That's definitely what he's saying. More than twenty three of me, but but you know, maybe the full moon has come out. I definitely say check it out if you guys want to fight a game. It's 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 a full package. I think that's what makes it great. It's a lot of content on the disc. Um, that's all we got in terms of like games. Unless you two want to add something, I don't see, do y'all play fighting games? Ethos DX. Yeah, I, I whoop. I whooped your ass in Tekken. There you go, man. He this this thing is like, hold on, hold on. Yo, you've been telling this lie on the podcast oh, for years. Lie. Did you it's buy Tekken 8? We could do it on stream. No, I didn't buy Tekken 8. It's not on Switch. This man is a fucking fraud, bro. I swear <laughs> to God, man. Whatever, dude. I don't hear this shit. What about I'll you? I'll whoop ass on my team deck. I'll Download buy it the game. Team. Me and Nomad been running lobbies. I've been throwing what? fades, bro. They had Lucky I, Chloe I, to the game I, yet? I had Nomad with the Have meanest. they had Lucky Chloe? Oh, I hit it with the meanest elbow, boy. Have they added Lucky Chloe? Because that's who I whooped Nomad with. Nah, she's not in the game. She's not in the game. <laughs> nah, I want to get You it, would though. play that scrub-ass character. Yep, you yeah, I did. <laughs> I whooped Nomad with her. <laughs> that's a button masher's dream. I played her, and I played, what was that boy from back in the day? Was it Lee? Lay? Lay? Lee's in the game. Lee's in the game. The one that, you know, you just spam the high kick over and over again. Yeah, he's in trunks. He's the one. He's the mad flexible one. Like yeah, trunks. I was just. Yeah, I used to do that shit a lot when I was a kid. I used to piss my brother off doing that shit. So he's I used. To, yeah, I played Tekken a lot when I was a kid. Uh, Tekken three, Tekken. Damn, maybe four? maybe the rumors are true about black people playing. Tekken. Yeah, but Even I just haven't. I, I just haven't played I I, it for I, a very long time. I can't even explain it. I don't know why black people yeah. love Tekken, but we do. <laughs> the only game, the only fighting games I've actually played that I'm like decent at is Tekken and Dead or Alive. Those are the only games that I've played. Dead that or I'm Alive, like, yeah, I'm a solid. Real fighting game. Yeah, you're just saying that because I whooped your ass in it. It's I don't not a real it. fighting game. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, it wasn't real, but it was real enough for you to lose in it. Uh, All right. No, anyways, I've never played that, that game before. Yes, we did. We game. played. We no, I'm not played. saying we didn't play. I'm saying <laughs> I never, I never played. played it before playing you. It's a. You should beat me, bro. It's a button yeah. masters. It's not a real game. It's it's not an Evo. Uh-huh. It's not. It's uh-huh. not an Evo. Uh-huh. Birth by Night Rebirth is at Evo, not fucking Dead Dead or Alive. Well, they haven't been Dead or Alive. Dead, yeah, I'm not gonna say it is relevant. We waiting for <laughs> Project Project L. That shit's gonna be fucking funny with the co-op. That shit's gonna be funny. Um, True. But yeah, that's all we got for you, Tekken Eight. Um, let's move you into play the- Tekken DX. Uh, no, I'm new to fighting games. I bought Street Fighter last year, and I've been having fun with that on and off. But I looked at some of the Tekken stuff, and I'm like. I don't have the time for this. I'm just going to get my ass kicked. So Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I had King Nightmares, and I was like, oh, I don't think I want to go through this shit again. <laughs> he was a pain in the ass when I was younger. Bro, back then, before they were able to patch the game, he was a menace, bro. Oh, my God. I hated him. Still is. Still is. Come get yep. dunked. Come get dunked. What's yep. name? Um, wait, what made you get into Street Fighter? What made you finally try fighting games? Um, I've always liked how they looked, and right after, uh, I, I stopped playing first-person shooters. I was like, okay, I need a new genre to like play competitively, and I'm still kind of working on that. But yeah, Street Fighter was like the the game that was just kind of there at that point. It was like right right place, right time. Mm. Okay, 
Okay. I would say give it a chance, but you know, I get it. Time investment. It is what it is. Um, speaking of investment, let's talk about Xbox's investment in the future. Um, so to set the stage, some rumors came out a couple weeks ago, articles. Uh, people were saying that uh, Xbox was no longer going to be making consoles and their focus was going to become third party like Sega. They were just going to be putting their games on other platforms. Um, and this led the Internet uh, into a frenzy, specifically the Xbox side of the Internet. Let me see if I because I know I sent myself a message. It was so bad. I found a tweet where there was a dude. He posted his receipt. He went to GameStop and he traded in his Xbox because he said he was abandoning Xbox for abandoning their community. Uh, and then the rumors had gotten so bad that oh, I found it. I'm going to post it right there. Let's see. Go to the article. So here's it. You guys are going to be saying, but they'll see it in the video. So this person posted the receipt. This man went to GameStop and traded in his Xbox after the rumors had broke. Keep in mind, none of this is confirmed at this point in time. The rumors have gotten oh, so bad. Yeah. Phil Spencer got on Twitter and he said, look, we're going to put out a podcast addressing the future of Xbox. And half the Internet re reacted and said, oh, it must be true. And the other half said, let's wait and see. Well, we waited and we saw. And what we got was that they are, in fact, still going to be making hardware. Uh, it was a 20 minute uh, podcast. A fucking nothing burger. Yeah. It was a nothing burger. Yeah. So it, this is an example of why we always say take these rumors with a grain of salt. They did confirm um, that they are going to be moving four games over to other platforms. They didn't confirm what platforms the Verge reported. Uh, I think it was Grounded and Sea of Thieves. Grounded, Sea of and Thieves, High Pie Rush, and, and Pestilence or Pestilence or some shit. Like Which that. Grounded and Sea of Thieves makes sense because Phil Spencer kept saying in this podcast that they wanted to push games that were more community driven over to other platforms. Um, if I could summarize what I got out of this, and maybe correct me if I'm wrong, what I heard from Phil during this whole podcast is. Our focus is making money and we want to maximize our dollars. Yes. yes. Yeah. So we're going to yeah. put our games on other platforms. They may not be there day one, but they will be there eventually. But hey, Game Pass will remain exclusive to our platform. So to me, that is the benefit of still owning an Xbox because they're not going to be able to get it on PlayStation. They're just saying, hey, our games might eventually come to these other platforms. Relax, Xbox nerds. DX, what's your take on all this drama? uh much ado about nothing um i i i'm not sure how this would be enforced but i think that publishers need to start looking into sort of holding i don't know if it's just outlets or people in general accountable for um basically saying rumors is fact because with the way that these rumors were reported on you'd think that they were true Mm. and mm. the 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 fallout that was happening on social media because of this was insane um i i'm not sure how they would go about that but it's it's good that they do it's good that microsoft and xbox do these um these sort of videos because truth be told i feel like no one else really involves the consumer in talking about uh strategies for the platform but I'm not sure that they should have to when it's something that this it's this is the, uh, my god it's something that's that it's that wow it's something this small and I'm not I'm also not sure why people care if the games go to other platforms um like you said they're they're a corporation and they have to make money and putting some of their exclusives on other platforms will make more money and it was really sort of a 
self-explanatory podcast and then basically just justifying why some games are going to be on other platforms. I really don't understand why there was such an uproar about this rumor. Yeah. Uh, can I say, though, like a part of me kind of wishes it was true just for the anarchy. Like, well, you know, it's funny. I want the chaos happening. I want it to happen. <laughs> I was I was surprised when people were saying, um, you know, Starfield to PlayStation because why? Why would we've all I don't know if we've all played it, but most of the people who've played Starfield, PlayStation doesn't want that shit. They don't want it anymore. They don't want it anymore. They want it. They want it. If it was good, it was. During the hype month of it of heart marketing it and stuff like that, they want it bad. But now it's just like it's old news now. They don't care. Yep. It's like I I don't understand people's attachment to plastic. I really I really don't understand it. I don't understand why people get so upset if uh, one game is going to be enjoyed by another group of people. That's how it should be. Like ideally, in a world where everything wasn't profit driven, we would get games on every single platform. Um, I I'm not sure why some people are go so insane about that. Yeah, I, I saw the argument that a lot some people didn't like it, and I, I understood where they were coming from. Where if they just put all their games on other platforms, maybe they'll become content and there'll be like less competition, basically. But then I was like, I, the counter argument to that is they just released Redfall, so I was like, I don't know. Like, how about you just release a good game? <laughs> uh, yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's really good. Well, why, why even? If, in my opinion, it's like if you have to rely on your platform to try to sell your game. How about you just release a good game? I don't I don't understand why you care about where it's being launched on or like why it's launching on multiple different things. How about the game just being good? That, that's that all you Microsoft's have to do. Microsoft's problem, though. Microsoft's problem. It, right, it wasn't right. a problem of releasing yeah. good games. They were releasing games. Period. Like they couldn't. They 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 couldn't release enough exclusives on their on their actual platform. And that's the reason why again you gobbled up Activision Blizzard. That's the reason well, guess why what? you now, gobbled up. You're the Bethesda. biggest publisher on their platform now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's what they said. We we are the yeah. biggest publisher on PlayStation. We are the biggest publisher on Nintendo now. Yeah. You got to look at a bigger picture at this point. I. I I am so tired, and I agree with you, DX. I think that a lot of those publishing, a lot of the media publishing, need to be held accountable for the BS that they pull. It's just lies. One segment of this, it's just shut up lies. Part of this segment is like a little of this, I feel like is part of this, like that that suicide squad type of shit. That, That shit I saw, I was like, that shit was just just foul and then on the other side of it too on this when there's other stuff and we got literally writers and, and, and editors from IGN tweeting talking about Xbox looking what do you say TBH Xbox looking weak what are you talking about Act like this is like like literally fueling this shit like Xbox mm-hmm. looks really yeah. weak the, the way that they, they 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 always are behind the eight ball when it comes to stuff like this I'm like I'm sorry do you do you have foresight are you aware of potential leaks that can happen? Games or, yeah, are you here yeah, to report right. on actual things as they appear? Or are you here to just give foresight into the future of Xbox needs to be aware of every single second that a leak can happen and that they need to be ahead of the ball? Do I think that Xbox needs to figure out why the hell they keep getting constant leaks? Yes, I think something internally is happening where somebody, some not happy person or somebody is getting access to information they shouldn't be and leaking it out or talking to media that they shouldn't be talking to and those people need to be you know re-educated about why legally that's not a good idea but at the end of the day it's just like 
I'm, I'm just, I'm so tired of this. And this is even going even further into when this news was getting rumored before Xbox even came out. I get, I saw a funny joke where they're like, I guess Sony wanted to shoot itself in the, in, in the leg. <laughs> and it's like, oh no, Microsoft is not going to do this. We're going to get, we're going to beat them to the punch. Cause then Sony's president comes out literally <laughs> a couple days before Xbox does this podcast to say, Hey guys, the thing that Microsoft is saying in these rumors, we're going to be doing it. <laughs> we're yeah. starting to do it. We're changing you know, our whole strategy now. We don't, we don't think the whole one game on this PS5 is the future anymore and now people now the playstation sony fans are losing their fucking minds about that so yeah it's insane man you know what's funny about that is that actually even even um when sony does that i think i do think that xbox has the upper hand because they talked about something in that podcast and it was about entitlements across platforms so if mm -hmm. you buy one game on a on an you xbox console right you mm -hmm. get it for like all the platforms Sony doesn't do that shit. They Sony's don't want PC you to releases. Work. Sony's PC releases are the most overpriced pieces of shit I've ever seen. Like they almost all come out broken or have some sort of problem, and they still charge a a premium price for it. It's insane. Final Fantasy 15 almost blew up my PC. I remember that shit. Helldivers is crashing right now, and that's published by PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean that the, the Horizon port and and the Last of Us. I remember. Were terrible. Yeah, both of those were crap. Yeah, Last of Us literally was like cyberpunk levels of like broken. Like, like, like I remember I saw the memes and shit. It was literally like a one to one to cyberpunk. Same yeah. type of shit. Yeah, it, it's it's wild and i remember the horizon thing where like it was cooking pcs it could barely hit 60 fps on like high-end rigs yeah i remember all that and uh spider-man i think has issues too i think the spider-man ports also have issues i think one of my friends said he bought miles morales and he says to this day spider he said miles morales has like is like broken on pc like there's still God. some sort of issue with it i i, I can't remember off the yeah. time i had but he was telling me about it but he said sony has not fixed it yet they've not patched this problem yet so usually like the the fan base does fan modding or they fix it themselves yeah i think about it whenever they put out a port on pc i feel like nobody talks about it because they take too long they, they wait take, two yeah. years they they wait, long. yeah yeah, yeah that, that no one gives a shit about it work anymore it's not going to be sustainable i mean but the again the funny thing is though you have a dedicated and, and i've spoken to you about this on uh on twitter dx like i remember when i brought the last of us thing and i'm like well why the hell are y'all buying this again and again and again and you were like one of the only ones that were like hey i've never played any of the last of us before because i never owned a yeah. playstation three or four and i was like okay like you're an outlier like i, I don't think there are too many of you who are like still excited right. about last of us to this day and at least like just want to play it like I wouldn't say like you know you're you're super excited about it, but you were interested in it. It's like hey, you know I I never got a chance to play it, so I'm you know I I want to actually try it out now that it's coming out on the PC. But yeah, I mean it's literally the thing. Like if you're going to bring these games out, you know, uh, two years and that that's two years too long. But on the other end on the spectrum, Sony is finally seeing that like hey like. Uh, those yeah, people yeah. will wait there are people who don't own those consoles and they will literally wait and they're like okay now i get a chance to play these games and they run and they ran it up because they did they did it with god of war they did it with spider-man you know broken or not they did it with horizon they they horizon almost did it with war yeah like yeah. So, so they're still so so, so so sony is finally seeing this and i'm like yo y'all need to stop with that two-year stuff y'all need to bring these games out day one or close to day one y'all need to y'all need to lower the the threshold on this as uh, console exclusivity um i would say minimum would be six months and then bring a game out on pc and people are going to buy it but yeah it's, it, it's just because it's way too long people don't care about it anymore they I know don't care about fact, talking about it i know for a fact uh which is embarrassing i think for them it is I, i'm gonna tell you i'm this is a little conspiracy me but i think the day they woke up and they saw that spider-man literally one of the most famous superheroes in the world most iconic superheroes in the world and they and i remember they marketed the shit out of spider-man too it did not sell as much as Baldur's Gate 3, not even close. I think that was like a wake-up call for them where they were just like, um, 
wow, we're missing out on a huge market here. And uh, Spider-Man, like, like, I think I hit like a million. I think it was like a million or something like that. And like Baldur's Gate, like, dwarfed it. Um, I think they're realizing too, I think from a number of like how many sales we're making or how many things we're selling to our shareholders, it seems more enticing and it sounds better when it's like we sold over 20 million copies or da 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 on PS5 and PC and stuff like that. Then in saying they're what now these numbers don't sound that you know just crazy so, just, to stockholders just, just, to just, shareholders now. I'm gonna let you finish just so you know. Yeah, go ahead. I saw like an article like the other day. Uh currently P uh Spider-Man 2 sold like five million copies. Cause somebody in the mm -hmm. comments is gonna be like, hey, you're talking it sold five, well, but I'm gonna be honest. After the point. After yeah, the point. I'm talking about the but first month it was on, not it didn't have five, I'm also yeah. gonna add on too that the PS5 to this date has sold 50 million unit units. I'm not gonna lie, a lot of you PS5. That, that's what I'm saying. That's not good. Frauds. Yeah. You're not, yeah. You didn't actually yeah. buy Spider-Man. This is like, this is literally like one of their like hyped up most popular like that and Ragnarok. It's a flagship and, release. Flagship yeah, it's your release. flagship that will literally push your console. Like you sold it with your console. So just like Horizon. How does Horizon end up having a lot of those like afterlife sales? Why for some reason Horizon ends up getting a lot of sales is because they keep bundling it's it with PS5s in the console. Yep. and they count it for those sales. Not, it's not actual people who are going That's out what the music. Industry to, does they're doing oh, yeah, about to say that they, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, they, they have the bundles it's it, it's false it's false like you know you're, you're scuffing your numbers you're trying to make it sound it. like yeah you're trying to act like oh wow look at all these people interested in it but they know no it's just people who are buying these ps5s but they know and, and again this goes all man I, it, everything goes 360 it goes all the way back into the whole thing when microsoft was acquiring activision why they were losing their shit privately and publicly uh they were being like oh blah 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 privately they're like oh we don't really care but they cared yeah, well, right, because, yeah. because they knew that at the end of the day, that 50, what it, you said, 50 million PlayStations, right? That's what you said, PS5s. Uh, crazy also, I just remembered, I think there was an article that came out that they said that it underperformed. The PS5 has underperformed the sales of what they actually were wanted the PS5 to sell. Like they were expecting to make sell way too, more than that. And they said it did not reach I'm going to give them a pass on that. I think some of that had to do with the scalpers that's and still, shit and COVID. I, COVID well, they yeah. fucked yeah. shit up. That, that, that's true. But what I'm trying to say is that they know that their, their, their install base, the 50 million of it, they're playing FIFA. They're playing Call of Duty. They're playing yeah. Matt. They're playing the the core dumb casual. To be fair, stupid stuff I just googled future. it because I was I was curious. I was like, Spider Man didn't sell well. Ragnarok did sell 15 million units. It did. Yeah, That's Ragnarok great. did. That's fantastic. Yeah. Maybe Ragnarok people ain't did. excited about Spider Man as we thought they were. That <laughs> might be the case. But even still, I'm saying is that the, uh, compared to what Call of Duty sold, how much on PlayStation compared to that? Um, I'd be shocked. I'd be really 20, shocked if it's close. It, it has to be 20, 25, 30 20, million. That's Call of Duty, though. Isn't it fair to even compare that? Well, what I'm saying is that the they know that the actual install base of them yes, are playing yeah. Call of Duty. They're mm. playing FIFA. They're they're not. Don't get me wrong. It's for a exclusives, machine. yeah. For exclusives, that's pretty good. But if you compare that to Zelda, Zelda sells. <laughs> that is nothing. <laughs> Zelda is insane. Like, and Zelda, Nintendo, I don't know. Nintendo just has the, the sauce. I can't explain that shit. They, Zelda's just power and Mario's power is insane where they just drop a Zelda on one platform. They don't, they don't need yeah, to care about it. Tears PC. of the Kingdom has already sold yeah. 20 million copies. Yeah. Jesus. Wow. They, and think about the span Whoa. of time. They, yeah, they just destroyed That just came out. <laughs> and it's just an exclusive. It's only on a stupid old console, oh, yeah. like oh, oh, a console, handheld. Yeah. Nobody gets on, on Nintendo. Wait, are you? I'll keep I, I, with Zelda. Yeah, and nobody like tells them to do that. I feel like yeah, this no entire argument is, are you trying to say the PlayStation Nation, the Sony ponies are fraudulent? Are you trying to say that? 
I've been saying that. Yeah, I've been saying that shit for be. years. <laughs> I've been saying they don't buy, they don't play the shit that they buy and preach about. That they they spend they more time yelling and bitching on on Twitter <laughs> and Twitter Spaces and shit than actually playing the games that they be talking about and trying to hype up and defend themselves about. Yeah, I I well, will say that the Xbox community I feel is more tight knit. Like both like both of these communities are pretty crazy, but I will say that the Xbox community is is more tight knit. And I think again that falls into what DX was mentioning. How many how many faces can we name on Sony that like actively like respond mm-hmm. to fans that go in Twitter Spaces? Like, they had that one, but he retired, right? Um, who? To be fair, too, though, hold on, hold on, hold on. To be fair with the Sony side of things, I think that's more of a cultural thing because it is a Japanese country. It's, country yeah, uh, company. Oh, Reggie, Reggie, there's, Reggie. An American, uh, there's a U.S. division. Like, yeah, why can't yeah. you get somebody Reggie, from the U.S. Reggie was us? extremely. I would say they Reggie, should soup up Iwata, that, that U.S. Yeah, Reggie, division. They Reggie should, was yeah. all over. Reggie for yeah, Nintendo. Yeah, that was like he was. I would say Sony needs that. They they do that. They They had that that with somebody. Yeah, that was yeah. They had that with one person, but then he left. I think. I don't feel like he was he was that down to earth though. Like that that's still a name that not too many people know. Everybody knows who Phil Spencer is. Everybody knows who Reggie Fizeme is. Everybody knows Sarah. No, he doesn't. This yes. guy. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, everybody knows Sarah Bond is so like they're they're putting themselves out there, and that's what I'm saying that Sony does not do. Like Sony does not yeah, talk to the people there, and, and Sony is very like, and we we've dealt with this before because we went to E3, we've been to these events. You know how hard it was to get into anything Sony? Like Sony yeah. doesn't talk to people. They like, very, they're like, very uppity. But Xbox is yeah. like, hey, we have fan fest events. Like, you can still get in and watch Look, a conference. Yeah. Like, they do this stuff all the time. And this is what I'm saying. Like, Phil Spencer, uh, uh, Aaron Greenberg, they go in these Twitter spaces. They talk yep, to the there. fan. This is what I'm talking about. They are down to earth and they care about the community. And this is exactly the reason why Phil Spencer was like, hey, I see y'all talking about these rumors. Now stop it. So, <laughs> like, so first of all, yeah, first of all let me put up this tweet. Yeah, let yep. me put up this tweet. I got y'all next week. We're going to talk about this on the podcast because it, it and I was talking about this in my video too. It's a lot of PR talk, right? Like uh, a lot of talk that the fans, you know, wouldn't particularly care about. And a lot of stuff that we already knew. That's why we said that this podcast was a nothing burger, right? Because it was a lot of stuff we already knew, but you had to dispel those rumors because the community was going insane. And again, like the example that yeah. you brought up, people are, I'm going to sell my Xbox. I don't want to be a part of the community anymore. I'm getting rid of Gamepad, da 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 da. If you're, if you're just going to give all your exclusives to PlayStation and Nintendo, then why even own you? And, and Phil Pinter was like, hold up. Only these four games for now. You know, we may bring more, but you know, the, I need for y'all to calm down. Like, I still want you all to be in the gamepad system, and it's literally the reason why they're doing it. Phil Spencer said we're bringing these games to other consoles because we want you to come back uh, to us or come right. to us. Period. Like, you yeah. know, we want you to be in the ecosystem. Again, at the end of the day, this podcast was literally telling people we're in the business of making money and that's what i said at the beginning before yeah. i even heard this i said we're in the business of making money so we're going to make this money we want you to come to game pass we want you to get in our ecosystem we're all about software now even though we're still making hardware but software and and, and, and live services that that's our bread and butter right now this is how we're making money so they should have done in that whole dang thing was i was mad about i will say i was disappointed they they hyped about diablo that was cool i'm not gonna lie i was like okay i'm gonna finally play diablo 4 now but uh, i was like where's call of duty bro Come on now. Where's the yeah, announcement? It's coming later. It's coming late. They can't do it right now. That, yeah. I just need I, I need them to Yoshi. He wants me to throw it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, like that's that's one thing. It's like, come on, like let, let's because that's that's a big marketing thing, right? Like, let's get that big trailer going where it's like every Call of Duty right here, day one on the game pass. It's showing up now, especially after that crap MW3. Um it's on it's it, on the window. Yeah. You know that I, 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 I would have yeah, that, with the well, that game's so bad year, I forgot it came out. Yeah, <laughs> that's <laughs> <your favorite. laughs> it's fucking oh, funny, it, bro. It, oh terrible. my god. 
So uh, yeah, nothing's gonna happen. Uh, all the Xbox fanboys that was ready to fight the war or quit the war, the, the, yeah. the, the enlistment numbers were dropping for Xbox in the war. Uh, you don't have anything to worry about. Things are gonna stay the same. They're just you know switching up the formula a little bit. I, ahead, I don't get I don't get why people were worried in the first place because you guys were talking about Sony and how they've realized some platforms sell differently. Um, Xbox has spent pretty much the last seven or eight years building a huge bridge to PC. It's Sony that is coming out with crap ports and has real, no real presence on mm -hmm. the platform. So when they say that they're going to commit more to PC, the uphill challenge that they have to compete with Xbox on that platform is insane. They have yep. no store. Their, their ports are shit. Their ports are overpriced, in my opinion. They come mm -hmm. out like two years after the actual game. The, no the social people, system. No way yeah, to connect to the people on PlayStation. Exactly. Yeah. The the problem is not with Xbox. Like no one should be worried about Xbox's standing or where the exclusives are going to go. The the uphill battle is lies entirely on Sony. And you know what's because, crazy that you bring that up is that's literally what Microsoft's position was when they started doing this. Remember how when Quantum Break exactly, and stuff came yeah. out and they were broken and they were trying to fix them and figure and do that UW crap and that was dead and work out. Like they they were yes. in that situation to start and it took them years to get their shit together. They finally got it together. Yeah, yeah, you're right. right. Yeah. They finally got they finally and they finally invested in the goddamn platform. That's what they did. They they yep. put money towards building a bridge, you know, with Xbox Game Pass and its compatibility with the actual console and they got a pretty good return, I'd say, because Xbox Game Pass is now pretty much ubiquitous with uh, with Xbox's games. If you're a PC gamer, it's like, oh, I'll get it on Game Pass, Game Pass. right? Yep. And I don't know. The It's kind of funny to me because I cannot imagine a podcast like the Xbox one like 15 years ago. Can you even imagine that like nope. the console guys would be saying, oh, we're going to put our games this, this, or wherever? Because the model has changed so substantially in the past like 10 years that now people have discovered it's like yeah pc has pc sony uh pc playstation the switch all of these have their own um communities that will never move off of those uh platforms so yeah we have to port our games to make more money that's just yeah. it. 10 years ago we had uh, like people like cliff blazinski from gears saying he yeah, would never right. port gears yeah. to pc because yeah. it was it was a bunch of uh hackers and and thieves who would steal the game that that was the attitude that people had Did you see he's trying to get rehired by the coalition honestly they i saw need to hire i him. saw I, no, I agree i was i actually they honestly like, need to hire him i don't know why they're not like i know I, I, like, I agree it's the way he positioned it he was like they need me yeah. i'm like yes, I can argue. no he's I can, right oh, no, no. but i could argue he's right you, but i could argue you need them too like it's a simple no 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 this is partly why this is partly why i don't think he does this is just my take i know that he invested a lot of money in oculus so he basically became a millionaire That's because true. he has a lot he invested early you know you're right oculus is good right now right like that went into facebook Vision now, Pro fans. That's not what the quest is, and the quest is doing <laughs> right. good. So he's pretty much good. He's writing a book. That's what he said. But I, I've said this before. I was like, if I was still Spencer, the moment I saw that he had interest, day yeah, one, next day, I'm calling his ass. Because the worst thing I want to happen is is them motherfuckers at Sony call him and say, yo, we want you to make a third person shooter because we don't have that right now. We we need we need a well, we they, need a, they, a multiplayer shooter. We're gonna hire you and make it. And then they, they use that against you later in the future. They I did that Cliff. with the Call of Duty devs. They did yeah. that with uh, with uh, Jason Blundell who left yep. Treyarch. Yeah, they did that exactly. And it's go do their new thing. Yeah, and I'm telling because right now Sony said like they know in fact we are behind when it comes to the multiplayer space of things. Like that's why they overpaid for Bungie. Yep, and that's why they overbought Bungie to, to to then go in and make help them make live service games. That's why Helldiver now came out as like a first example but some of their previous like foam stars hell divers like they're trying to push that like we're trying to get ps5 and and pc to work together in the multiplayer suite um but then 
if I'm Phil Spencer, I'm calling Cliff Blazinski because at the end of the day, I know hardcore F Gears fans. You ask any Gears fan, that's the name they know. That's the name they trust. Mm -hmm. They know. I would that's pay attention at least. Oh, he's got a new joint yeah. coming. Okay. Him and Ferguson. Those were the two big names. Yeah, I think Ferguson, Ferguson was yep. worse. But those are the two big dogs that were like, okay, if you see their names, they are ubiquitous with the original Gears trilogy. Uh, obviously, there was a lot more masterminds at Epic that were responsible for why Gears and that one we don't talk about, but they are like the big brain children behind it. And I think if you're going to say Gears, because we know they're going to announce Gears, we're on six, Gears six mm -hmm. this year. Like, it seems like that's what they're hinting at. They're going to reveal the next Gears. I think there's nothing more powerful from a marketing standpoint than you have Cliff Blazinski come out there and announce their show and say that like he's helped, he's been, he's like one of the lead executive producers for it. With the chainsaw like, gun. With the chainsaw gun. <laughs> like the old like, days. We're back, baby. Like, like kind of how like the old, how Halo Infinite felt where everybody was like, Halo's back. Like you, you kind of got to do that with Gears. Gears needs that revitalization moment where it's like, I'm, I'm not gonna lie, I miss the days of, of Gears 2 and 3 and 1 where, you know, we was all multiplayer playing that shit when I was younger. I, I miss that. I miss that. It, it's not nearly there anymore, so wish they bring that back. Mm. Uh, also, some new IPs, too. Don't forget that. <laughs> nah, last one they did was Redfall. We're not gonna talk about new Scalebound? IPs right Anybody? Scalebound? They should bring Scalebound oh back. Nah. Bring Scalebound back. Nah. Bring it back. You know, I looked at some footage of that game recently. It, I feel like we all have a fond memory in our head of it. Right. It, did, it didn't yeah. look that good to me when I looked at the No, I still want to play. Not from a visual standpoint. I wasn't judging that because I, I know it's ultimate. I still want to play Train Your Dragon. I still want to play, even if it would have been ass. Um, I don't know. I think Platinum said they that they were also at fault for why it ended up not happening. Yeah, they yeah, felt like they, it was a kind of like a 50-50 type thing where they were like, yeah, we kind of fucked up on it too. But that Xbox hardware was ass too. Yeah, that's, that frame rate was stuttering in the gameplay. <laughs> yeah, that Xbox like, One hardware was that. ass. That's, that's a terrible trailer. Yeah. Uh, let's move it over to some PlayStation conversation because we were talking about that a little bit since the last podcast. Uh, there was a Sony State of the Play where we got some, you know, we got some Helldivers 2 gameplay. There. I mean, the game's already out. Some Foam Stars, Dragon's Dogma. We got the reveal of Death Stranding 2. Um, some Dave the Diver. I think, in my opinion, what stole the show was Rise of Ronin. That shit looked fire. Um, and Wrong. Then, and then Sonic Shadows Generations. You guys, uh, Stellar Blade, any of that little Sonic? Anything no. stick out hey, to y'all? No, it's still, it's still a blade. It's still a blade, blade is man. like, them man. Cheeks, <laughs> them cheeks are <laughs> going crazy. Those are unaware. They said it's been time with those cheeks. Yeah, the developers <laughs> have confirmed there will be jiggle, jiggle physics, guys. <laughs> oh, gaming is back. We're back. Baby. We're back. We're back. Fuck all that PC shit. I'm making something I want to make. <laughs> What's the Finally, name? But jokes uh, aside, the game does look good. I feel like a lot of hoopla has been around what the chick looks like, but the game does look like a fun Devil May Cry type of game. I'm excited near to walks, play that game. Near walk so this game could run. Yeah, I'm getting those kind of vibes. Uh, Rise of Ronin looks fucking fire. The the story, the traversal, the combat. That's a day one cop. Um, I'm curious to hear what y'all take. Like DX, what do you think about um, Death Stranding two? I have spent very limited time with the first game, and from what they showed of it, it looks like a very Kojima game. Um, I'm I'm happy that he's found somebody who will let him embrace his weirdness and do whatever he do what wants he with these games yeah it's just like it's just just give kojima let him do whatever he wants it's like uh, just let him do it because i mean the i think kojima has kind of reached this kind of like um it's kind of similar to what Christopher Nolan is in the film industry, where people will just watch whatever comes out that he does. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think the only way that you can really leverage that sort of uh, person is to let them do whatever they want. Mm. 
embrace the creativity. Yeah. What about you, Jay? Uh, was there anything that stood out? No, I mean, like I said, it was Roger Ronan and Solo Blade for me. When I saw Death Stranding too, like I caught like the tail end um, when the conference was playing, and so I was like, "Oh man!" Like we all knew it was coming because like that that little whatever the heck it was that they revealed at first with like the the first Death Stranding, whatever DLC expansion, whatever you want to call it. We knew that Death Stranding two was coming, so uh, you know, I, I think the only person because I, I don't even know if you did you play a TBH? Uh, did you play the first one? I, I know Ethos and shit. I played it, but uh, and Ethos played. I'm replaying it right now, man. And I'm playing mm. the director's cut right now. How you feel about yeah. it? Yeah. Get back with me in two weeks once I beat it. <laughs> I'm still. It's so weird. I think I got past the part where I rage quit back in 2019 when he made me go up the fucking hill twice, and I was like, I'm not doing this shit again. Um, I've got past that part. I made it all the way to California. But once you make it to California, fun thing, the game then tells you to go all the way back to DC. <laughs> so now I'm going back the same way I went. And they and they purposely made sure I lost all my gear that I did to get all the way there. So I have to re-get everything to go back all the way to back to the East Coast. So I'm right now in the middle of that whole retracking shit. And I know I was I was playing, I was like, oh TBH would hate this. He would uninstall right here. This would be I hate this what you just the, said. Yeah, yeah. I was like, this this would be the moment where that would break him. I was like, yeah, because I was I was irritated the whole time. Um I kind of agree with what you said, DX2. I think uh, I will give a respect that um, I do think that the game is pretty re- creative in respects, mm-hmm. but I do think what as I play Death Stranding, um, there's definitely a meta narrative to it where it, of, of of like yes. the players like patience of like the game plays a role within the, like why certain people but i think the game is wired in such a way that i don't think it's a game for everybody and that's nothing right. wrong yeah yeah that's nothing wrong with that because like we talked about multiple games we're like this is what was that game tbh you reviewed like reason oh, alan wake 2 alan wake 2 is literally i'm not even joking if you told me alan wake 2 was a kojima game i would believe you i think like <laughs> these are two games that are like they're very weird and they're creative in their own respects but if you look at the fundamentals of what the games are, it's like if you look at Alan Wake, well, really, it's just uh, a detect like it's true detective, but it's really just a, a basic third person shooting game with very mm-hmm. basic mechanics. There's not really depth there. The, 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 the creative aspect is the storytelling and it's the, the narrative uh, and the music. Um, and in this game, it's like, you know, when you really look at um, Death Stranding, I, I don't really see anything to like. I know some people try to act like, oh, it's so unique. It's a strand. game. It's like the I don't see anything game. here where it's like. I don't see the the need of trying to act like it's something drastically unique because I don't really feel like the more I play it, it really is. And I feel like some of it like overindulges itself. But I do what I do find is like um, I, I do find some of those aspects of uh, the idea of 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 doing it at your own time, patience and just kind of just absorbing it and just taking your own time and not trying to rush the game uh, is when I feel like then the I, I see the vision of what he was trying to say also i have a newfound respect for that game and kojima i'm not gonna lie if you asked me this question three years ago i would have said quack type shit like you know just dude just being pretentious but after the pandemic i feel like i see death stranding in a whole new light because it is kind of insane how how close death stranding is to actually like what happened during the pandemic and how the death stranding is very similar to like how society reacted to the covid it's actually kind of insane like there's actually a lot of similarities of how we disconnected from each other we we hid away in our own houses and we didn't go outside and stuff like that um and then we the way we stayed connected was the internet and that's kind of what he's doing throughout the game is he's connecting people to the quote-unquote internet service um so i will give him that i think he does have a, a future site that i think was very interesting um, as uh, as for the PlayStation state of play, 
I'm not gonna lie, all this shit was cool, but the one thing that really had me a little kind of excited was uh, Judas. Uh, yes. That's that Bioshock yes. game, man. That's the game that Kevin, Kevin Levine Levine's shut down. Yeah. I don't, I don't understand this. Yeah, maybe explain this to me. Why did Kevin Levine shut down Irrational Games and say it was too okay. hard to build Bioshock to make another Bioshock game? So, the... <laughs> like, what, what happened? There? Fuck it, I'll do it. <laughs> yeah. Was it just so, we got more money now? Um. So the the way that Bioshock Infinite's development went down was basically that the company ballooned in size, and right. his previous games had been made. Primarily, I think Bioshock had about 60 people on it, and that wasn't mm -hmm. like 60 full-time employees. That was like including contractors and, and people who would work mm -hmm. at, at doing outsourcing. So mm -hmm. he got really used to making games with small teams. And by the time that Infinite was out, um, the, the studio had around like 200 full-time employees. Wow. So he's like, he's basically like, fuck this. I can't, <laughs> I can't do this with like, and, and there were said to have been like, you know, he he admitted when I interviewed him that his his strength wasn't management. So Sly Flex. It, well, you know, <laughs> yeah. I'm a star now. I'm a star Sly now. Flex. I'm a star now. Oh, you're famous. <laughs> um, so basically what he did was he took um about 20 people i think that were working that had worked on infinite he took them mm -hmm. and started this new studio and for the past i think seven years he's been working on this idea of a big game made by a small team small group group of people mm -hmm. yeah and and i gotta say from what they've shown it, it looks, looks good. incredible yeah, yeah it looks it, it looks, looks very, very bioshocky um I uh, like the premise of it, like with the idea of like uh, vanity and uh, mm -hmm. it seems like celebrities yeah. it seems like selling like some little hints at that. It looks definitely like Bioshock. Like it has that like you look at five minutes of gameplay, you're like, oh, yeah, this is this feels like Bioshock yeah. DNA through and through. Yeah, um, yeah I, I think that's that's cool, too, because I know there's been a lot of um, departures lately in like the gaming industry where like creators or the CEOs or the founders of certain studios, they mm -hmm. leave their studios because they've ballooned so big and now they're like owned by a bigger publisher and they're yeah, like, they have no this control. isn't what I, yeah, this isn't what I, what I wanted to do. This isn't my vision or what I wanted to do when I started this. And now they go back and now they're, uh, you know, now they're, they're starting small and now they're trying to make these like very, um, high quality, smaller experiences. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, that, that's cool. Side note. Um, I read this morning that um, Alan Wake 2 is Remedy's fastest selling game. It sold Shout 2 million. Shout out to them. It sold I 2 read, million. I read, yeah, I read the we same love that. Yeah, which I was surprised yeah. by. I was like, yeah, I was like, I like to hear that, man. I, yeah, that's good. Because I'm not going to lie, I'd have been devastated if Alan Wake 2 like, didn't sell well. I really would have been like. I, I read that it's their fastest selling, but it still hasn't reached uh, profitability. Oh, yeah. I doubt it which, would either. Which is, which is crazy. I mean, because... that music section probably costs a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> that licensing alone, yeah, I was like, yeah. yeah. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if, if Alan Wake 2 uh, ever becomes profitable. I would really be shocked because it is a very weird game for a very small group. But I feel like I pray that this is, I, I, I can't believe will. this. Thank you, Fortnite. Thank you for allowing Alan Wake 2 to exist. Because if it wasn't for Fortnite, it never would have came out. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Microsoft wasn't going to fund it because they thought the same thing. They were like, eh, we don't really see it. And then fucking Epic Games said, hey, well, we'll let you do the game you've always wanted. We'll help pay for it. So that's that's shocking to see. So shout out to Fortnite. Maybe you aren't that bad. Mm. If you could allow them to you know, make more games. Kill and now they're working on like this three games. Nah, nah, I yeah. hate that game. They killed Unreal Tournament too. Fuck them. <laughs> 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 um, I must die for something to live. Keeping it on Saudi. Uh, there's rumors, I repeat, rumors floating around 
that Sony is working on a new handheld device, PSP2, PS Vita 2. Hmm, I don't know. And isn't, according to also Xbox, aren't they both like, isn't that also a rumor? With Xbox? There, yeah, there's a rumor going around that. No. So the rumor is that for the next Xbox, uh, Microsoft put in charge the Microsoft Surface team, which they're in charge of, you know, the, mm, the, the tablet, the portable, yeah, shit. the tablet. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. the rumor, so then the, it doesn't mean it. But the rumor became, well, because the Surface team is working on the next Xbox, maybe that means we'll get a so hand. That was different than what the team that made the X and S were like. That's a yeah, that like, was a that was a different, different team. It's it's more of an assumption uh, than anything. Oh, OK, yeah, uh, which oh, would be okay. interesting. I wouldn't be mad if they made if everybody's making their own little switch. Handheld or, shit. Yeah, I wouldn't know. I wouldn't be mad at that. Um, but this rumor with the Sony thing is apparently it's using a, a GPU that would be compatible with PS4 and some PS5 games. So the question, what I wanted to bring out, let's act like this is true. Uh, would y'all do y'all care? Is there a market for a Sony handheld? Steam Deck number one. All right, bro. JJ, what do you? I think? mean, I mean, I, I just love the Steam Deck as well. I still love the Steam Deck as well. Um, but I mean, if they decided to go all in, because I mean, that's what some people who don't do the research thought what the PlayStation Portable was supposed to be, right? Like they mm-hmm. thought that that was going to be like an actual handheld, and and, and turns out that it wasn't. Who thought that but, would be a handheld? They was pretty upfront about that. That's shit why I said some device. people who didn't do their research, yeah. who didn't do their Bought research, it. they were trying to you know go other places. Like, why doesn't this work if I don't have Wi Fi? Like, I it, didn't it, like it, that they called it the PSP like though. I didn't like that they called that it was that disrespectful shit. to yeah. the legacy yeah. of the PSP. Yeah, it was just and misleading. And misleading, yeah. I think for the so, people who I mean, did research. There, there would be a market for it. Um, you know, I, I wouldn't necessarily, you know, jump at the gun to play it because you know it's got the same deck, so I can, I can play those games allegedly, you know, on the, yeah. on the PS5. <laughs> so, so again, if you have a Steam Deck or another uh, sort of device, and you can, you know, do some, do some things, switch some things around, and and uh, and, and install some files that allow you to play those games, or even remote play it better than the, uh, than the portable, then, uh, then you know, there's no need to get it from me. But you know, if you are one of those people that you know, are stuck on the Sony uh, ecosystem and want something that can be a true competitor to, you know, say like a Steam Deck, um, then, you know, it, it would be nice to see them, you know, go all in and do this. Because I don't think that the VR is working for them. Like, they're still doing it, but I don't think that the VR is the market that that we're still leaning into yet. But I do think that the handheld market, especially since the Steam Deck has gotten so much success and we've seen all these other companies create their own handhelds, I think that if you have something that is as powerful, you know, as you know, a, a, a low or a mid-range computer, that it would bring some people into, it and I think some people would buy it. It just wouldn't be me. I don't think this. I don't think the target demographic is me, but I think it would be welcomed by some people. Yeah, as long as the, the exclusives are there, uh, like proper games to play, and they put a second analog stick and not that damn touchpad like on the Vita, and and more mm-hmm. and most importantly. They support it because Sony has a bad habit of releasing stuff and then just letting it float around. Uh, you brought it up. Uh, you brought it up just like a second ago, but like I'm pretty sure a lot of our viewers forgot. Uh, y'all know the PSVR 2 came out last year. That shit, DOA. And to add on to what you were talking about, you were saying that it's not working for them. I, I wouldn't say PSVR isn't working for them. I'd argue they're not innovating. They're not doing anything that you can't get on the Quest, you can't get on the Vibe. Every time I see yep. a PSVR 2 trailer, it's for some fucking generic first-person shooter. Listen, listen, <laughs> dear game developers, we've had enough first-person shooters on VR. Do something. If Sony would innovate, that VR would take off. That's the issue. They don't mm-hmm. properly support that thing. Or they um, find a way of like incorporating the existing titles that already are coming out as a way that you can play them within like the space of 
Like that's the way I think that the Resident PCR Evil Village in first person, like that shit. Yeah, yeah, like if they find a way that you could play all existing titles, but you feel like you're in the actual like space of the PlayStation while you're playing those games, I think like that could be a way that they could get more interest on it and innovate it. Kind of like how you know how like people lost their minds about the Apple thing, and the Quest can do it too. But the whole like putting things in shared reality, and you know you have yeah, you know yeah. your screens and stuff like that. <sighs> I, I I just don't think the hardware is there. I'd argue they've kind of missed that boat on the VR. They should have pushed it yeah, it's when they had it. And the reason I say it is because Apple's jumped into the race. And let me tell y'all something. Do not underestimate these Apple drones. Uh, <laughs> for, mo- for the most part, it's been fairly positive reviews for that Apple Vision Pro. So people are going to be like, even though it's expensive, why would I get this when I can just save my money? That's what kind of that. upsets me. Is there, that like Cammy was watching watched, my stream with the Apple Vision Pro? Y'all know that, right? I can't yeah, believe I she, I can't that's believe the she thing. thirty five hundred on yeah, there. Yeah, that's a Twitch stream. Like, <laughs> right. That's the thing that kind of shocked me. Was like, I remember when I when I was seeing all the shit with like people going outside with the the thing. I was like, oh my god, please God, please don't let Apple be the reasoning why. Sword people are going to actually like, make shit mainstream. Please God, don't do it. One, yeah. I was like, please don't like Apple because I like of all things like I watched the whole Mike. Zuckerberg argument about it and I'm not gonna lie he wasn't he was he wasn't lying about anything he was saying in the video like I agree with a lot of his points that he was making especially like about the price point thing yeah but he's a government like, lizard yeah, yeah but yeah he's government <laughs> lizard but, uh, but the one thing I will say is is that I think he's the, the key thing that he said at the the end of the video which I was like I'm 100% like I'm in agreement with him is that I pray to God that this whole virtual shared space VR space the market ends up I hope the open platform market ends up dominating it like how yeah microsoft windows dominates instead of apple well, 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 what's uh, what's what's the platform because i wouldn't argue facebook so it's either is. well it is because you either have which is what facebook is you either have a open platform an open garden where people can come in and develop and they can modify and they can change it kind of like how androids work kind of like how uh pcs and windows function or you end up with a closed garden ecosystem where you have more high quality stuff but you do have that where everything goes under the guise of apple everything's under the the purview of apple and you have no way of modifying and stuff like that i think when it comes to share reality in the future of stuff and the innovation aspect i think we need an open garden we i i'm praying that that because and what you're saying about the apple drone thing i'm praying that it doesn't just because it's Apple that's doing it, and because it's Apple's icon and their Apple thing, that now people want to act like VR is cool, and now I want to w- wear the thing. And no, VR's always been a cool thing, even though it's been like, yeah. which I agree with. I've played, I've tried out the Quest Three. That shit is amazing. Like a lot of the shit that he said that the Quest does, he's not wrong about it. I'm, I'm like, yeah, like that shit was amazing. I played a game with it. I was like, uh, I, the only reason I, I haven't bought into it yet is because I, I have vertigo, so I, I have to. You know, for me, it's it's kind of a more complex thing talking to your doctor and stuff. But um, like that is amazing for six hundred dollars. Like the main thing that you said too, T bitch, is that like you have to have a good entry price point, and Apple will never do that. They'll never create good solid entry price points for people to get into the their ecosystem. They're always going to overcharge you. They're going to Apple tax you, like what you said. Don't get me wrong. I haven't tried the Vision Pro. I'm pretty sure it's an awesome piece of hardware. But is it $3,500 good? Well, here's the no. point. Here's the point you're missing. You are a responsible adult. I and know I, I am. But what you're missing is the yeah. human element. Most people, especially as you get older, you start to understand most people, oh, the government, uh, Waste most people <laughs> are broke because they're trying to look rich. 
Uh-huh. Don't yep. underestimate that. That's all uh-huh. I'm saying. I'm not saying I co-signed it. I'm just saying I know how stupid people operate. That's an unfortunate <laughs> thing to have. I am just praying to God VR doesn't become a closed garden. That's all. Like, yeah, so, I, get, I get what you're saying. Yeah, I guess I was arguing that like the Facebook not being a closed garden thing is because you have to have that Facebook account like connected to it. But I get that what you're is, saying. Yeah. That's yeah. fucking. But you can modify it. It's, it's way yeah. easier for you to. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. There is more customization. There is. Yeah, I, I you do get more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the Facebook uh, thing does. Yeah, yeah. Freaking last piece of Sony news I got for you. More just like a tidbit, making people aware. If you are a cheater, you're done. Um, last year. Oh, thank God. Last year, Xbox banned the Chronos Zen device. Uh, you can use it. It's mainly popular in Call of Duty and 2K. Uh, it's now been banned on PlayStation. So if you're playing 2K on PlayStation and your best shooter on your team, when you go run fives, all of a sudden is throwing up bricks. There might be a reason why the Zen no longer works. If you play Call of Duty with the boys, you play Warzone and your friends missing all their shots all of a sudden when they were a demon, a headshot demon before, there might be a reason why. It's officially banned on the Xbox and PlayStation. Be aware. Don't even try to cheat anymore because it, it ain't going to work. Um, how are you guys feeling about PlayStation banning those cheaters? Um, guys? Uh, uh, fuck that thing and um <laughs> so the thing is that that uh, the chronos and uh, all these other peripherals that are basically just cheating devices were very popular in apex legends and because respawn the greatest developer ever and ea yeah. the greatest publisher ever um are so consumed with their work on the game that they couldn't ban these things um the game has crossplay so you would be playing on pc and then you would come across one of these losers uh, who basically they have no recoil. Uh, they have recoil smoothing. They have basically they can basically have auto aim and they have aim assist on top of all that. Uh, you would just get smoked. And I know a lot of people who quit the game because of this. So for this shit to finally just be gone and, and the issue to be solved is a godsend for anyone who's still crazy enough to play Apex. I didn't even know it was. Yeah popular in apex I, you made yeah. me a very yes. very very popular makes, apex. Duty, makes apex, me feel yeah. better about cheating that's why i was losing that makes sense that makes sense. oh yeah everybody was oh, that game like unironically apex is infested with uh cheaters and people who are basically cheating by exploiting peripherals like that i mm-hmm. was completely unaware of that all that war zone shit yep uh, especially all those war zone streamers like i'll see clips that like, you'll probably see it just randomly show up on your timeline and you see a footage mm-hmm. like oh was, yeah yeah <laughs> oh Twitch, flexing yeah, my, yeah. my 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 muscle memory and you're watching it like am i old or like this well, is bullshit the like there's the no way, fucking way <laughs> the way that those peripherals work is that um it's basically a macro device so you can program a button to do multiple functions so basically they program it to like spam certain keys so then you just mm. won't have recoil or you'll just you'll aim very funky it'll move the thing down for you the, the yeah exactly oh, yeah so it's God. like and on top of that, they have aim assist because everyone coming over from console in, in multiple games, not just Apex, they all have aim assist when they play against PC players. So you're basically just playing against Terminators and it, it's a horrible experience. Mm-hmm. Fuck them. Yeah, fuck that shit. Fuck that shit. <laughs> yeah. Let them die. I, I will say I, I think Warzone is still the worst because at least now that I'm yes. aware they were yeah, cheating at Apex, at least they were hiding it because they were hiding it very well. Uh, in Warzone, I, I can't tell you how many. I know they've seen it in the group chat. I can't tell you how many times I was doom scrolling on TikTok, and then I get a, I get a live stream of somebody playing Warzone, and they're just openly cheating, just and watching. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, there's like, like, there's no way. And they'll be like, "Yo, selling the hacks in the in, in my link in the bio." I'm like, "What the fuck, bro? They just don't what, care." What, 
I'm just confused. Like, what happened to us? Like, like what happened to our society? <laughs> what happened to gaming society where well, like I think, I, this I shit think got shunned? Like, pro when did this shit happen? Pro where like everybody we, has we've to talked do about this. this. We talked about this. Pro gamers. I think that if if you cheat in a game, there has to be something broken with you. Not not okay. Let me revise that. Not in a single player game. Obviously, if you cheat in single player, who gives a shit? Yeah. Who if gives you a shit? if you ruin the experience of other players in a multiplayer game by cheating, there has to be something wrong with you. You must not have some sort of empathy because playing against cheaters is probably the that. It's the reason I quit Siege. Like I played Siege for five oh, years, oh, and true, then that true. game, that game became infested with cheaters. You couldn't play ranked. You couldn't play quick play. Mm -hmm. You couldn't play anything without playing. Operation Health, baby. Operation yeah. Health. Operation <laughs> Health. Apparently, <laughs> not enough healing for for that fucking game. And it's like, <laughs> I think there there genuinely has to be something wrong with you if you cheat in multiplayer games. Like I would like, not want to be your friend. I'm not saying yep. it's the sole reason, but I think it's a key reason. Everybody wants to be MLG. Everybody yeah, wants every, to be yeah. pro, and yeah, it's yeah, like, it's like that pressure to do fun. that shit. I don't know why, because it's a fucking video game. Like I find it very strange, and you might be onto something. I think there's something wrong with these people, DX. Why do you feel more pressure to be a pro gamer than to, ha to update your job resume? Like I don't understand that shit. Like, well, the thing is that like <laughs> the the internet has uh, conditioned people to think that people who are really good at games legitimately get these mm -hmm. huge followings so yeah. people oh, want yeah. their 15 minutes of fame they want to be these pro gamers and this was i won't name names but in the apex community there were people doing these fucking weird moves that you couldn't possibly like no human could do these moves the only way you could do them was with configurations on steam controllers and a bunch of adderall yeah exactly and it's like these people get huge followings and naturally because they they have a, a very unique play style and they're getting a bunch of kills but half these motherfuckers are cheating. So what happens is cheaters want careers in content creation or they just want quick money. They don't want to go fucking work and update their resume. So they just start cheating. And because the because the internet is the way it is, you get people who want to do this for money, for like very quick money. That's it. I remember this too because I remember uh, I remember this was, there was a whole controversy in the Warzone community. I think when two was out, right before two came out, I forgot who it was. There was some streamer. She was um, she was like yeah, dome. Yeah. I forgot her name, but she was like doming people. Like I, not, she came out and or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? yeah, yeah. And her whole thing was, and this was, was her personality was was basically, oh, people are hating on me because I'm a girl and I'm killing them because I'm a girl mm -hmm, in Call of Duty mm -hmm, and they're just mm -hmm. mags and better. Shows. So she tried, she tried the whole like uh, you know versus the sexes type of marketing. Uh, so she does this whole thing. Um, and everyone in there's like, you know, obviously that's going to get you some vitriol from certain people online because you know how they are, uh, who are going to be like, you know, oh, this woman's fucking cheating and da 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 da. And there's people who are like hyper analyzing her streams and her gameplay that like, I know she's cheating. Like she has to be using a Cronus. There's no way she's good. Like, you know, I remember how, do you remember how back years ago, the original, um, the original, like, um, what was it called? Scandal was about, oh, I forgot her name. JG, you, you know who it is. I remember back when we were like very early YouTubers, uh, there was a very popular girl who did Sniper Call of Duty gameplays. No, somebody else. Girl, girl uh, gamer? Yes, yes. Remember how uh, she, everyone was yeah, convinced that yeah. she had a, a boyfriend or a brother that was getting her gameplays and it wasn't her. She was never her. And she had to do literal videos of her trying to like play and they weren't convinced of that and da 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 da. Like that whole thing. This is like the next evolution of it where it's like, oh, well, if you don't have like a brother who's good at the game, now you got this little USB stick that you just plug into your device and you just do it. And I remember this because I think it was... Uh, uh, Activision called her 
to or invited her yeah, out to play modern warfare yeah. yeah to an event for modern warfare 2 and i remember everybody was like that was the stream everybody was like ready to she watch because like obviously you yeah. can't bring a crow you can't put something into their system so she went there and she was like oh i'm liking the game da, da, da. but she just, just she was getting wrecked she was getting like, bodied yeah she embodied constantly and she was like kind of complaining oh it was my controller oh my keyboard wasn't connected correctly oh something's weird with the keys like she was making constant excuses and i was watching this and i was like Mm, that's, you know, that's suspicious you know it's it's interesting because the way that those events work is that you're playing against people who they've invited right so yeah a lot and you of, know they're good a lot of skill in these multiplayer games that's front facing to other people in the form of content is against shitters against mm -hmm. like fucking five-year-olds in lobbies that you've gotten into because you've either exploited the matchmaking or the matchmaking is terrible like in apex legends by respawn the greatest developer ever the the matchmaking <laughs> will be terrible so when you get into these games you face people who who like they, they don't even play video games like they're terrible at these games so it really inflates our sense of oh is this person good, good at, at a game yeah. yeah right so like they might not even necessarily be cheating it could just be the game itself that has placed mm -hmm. them in a situation where where they're average, but everyone else they're facing is dog shit. You think we've reached a point in time where like these new creators maybe are just unaware of the concept of like Christmas noobs? Like th that was the best time yes. for Call of Duty. Yeah, yeah, too, right. Christmas. Yeah, oh, Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, like they, they, they don't realize they're dunking Christmas news and they think they're good at the game. Like well, it's it's like every month is Christmas now because there's so many more people playing new people. Mm -hmm. games. Yeah. And the, the barrier to entry on all of these games is far lower than it was. Like if you wanted to play Halo 3, right, in like 2007, uh, you had to Christmas. have... You had to have parents who who bought you the console or you bought it yourself if you had a job, obviously. But like that was a lot of money. You don't need half that investment now to just play Apex or any of these other games that are free. So yeah. there's a lot more people playing these games. And that means a, a significant percentage of players who are just bad. Yeah, this that's is, facts. This is true. I think um, I think. It's, it's good they banned it that means it's gonna be less but i mean i, I feel like there's gonna be something new that's gonna come out it's banned it's on yeah, xbox yeah. it's, it's banned on xbox patched, place yeah. they're gonna find have you do you know the current future of like cheating right now like um like i'm really tapped into i don't play it's it as much i don't play right? yeah i don't play valorant a lot but the biggest thing i think valorant's like on the forefront of stopping cheaters like i think their anti-cheat is probably like right, yeah. on the cutting edge of like actually very good at detecting and finding them the future now is using ai to program it to yes. be able to like so it feels like it's no longer an actual like macro or something like that like it's legitimately like regular human input but it's an ai yeah. that's controlling and, and how do you it's a ghost i watched like a whole video it's like it's basically like ghost hacking there's no way a system right now can even figure out like that someone's doing it it's like impossible to track yeah because um. what you need for cheating is inconsistent gameplay the reason yep. that there are so many uh, like obvious cheaters is because their gameplay is perfect. And that's how like you can tell them apart from somebody who's like legitimately playing the game. Yeah. The AI, what it does is I've heard that it it creates flaws in your gameplay, but just flaws during non-critical moments. So when you're like, when the game doesn't ride on this kill or that kill, it'll have you die or, or whatever. So it can't really tell you're cheating because you're not just killing everyone in the lobby. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it looks more natural to you, but it's slowly like increasing your skill mm -hmm. that like you're going to win the crucial games. You're going to win the crucial moments to make sure that you win the match. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy.
very very crazy freaking um you know who else doesn't like cheating nintendo nintendo <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> Listen, i don't know if you guys heard the news but uh you better not be cheating on nintendo if you're a celebrity in japan because rumors are surfacing that nintendo is pressing any notable figure in japan supporting power world what's this doing for you jay I mean, it's it's pretty wild. Like I, I thought that they were gonna be done, but apparently Nintendo was not playing. Uh, yeah, I mean, going after celebrities, like just telling them not to. I mean, that's that, that definitely on some old school Yakuza stuff, right? Like we're just all about how Nintendo is, is still. That I think they're still tapped in with the Yakuza because that's you know literally how they started back in the day. So uh, for for them to be doing this, I'm just like, bro, like I, I don't know if they've noticed, but Power to kind of you know lost a little bit of steam. So uh, I don't think that they should <laughs> still on. be. Uh, they still be attacked like that, especially going at the other people. To be fair, um, I feel like a lot of people are going with that narrative and like people didn't read the articles about the Power World stuff. Because like if you just read the headline, it'd be like, oh, people moved on to Helldivers 2. Power World is still more powerful than Helldivers 2. Yeah. I mean, of if, course. If the headline would be like, overall. Power World lost a third of its audience. From what I read, it's still like 700,000 people still playing this concurrently. Like it's that's still, still wild. Yeah, that's still yeah, popular than most games, bro. Uh, yeah. So like Nintendo, I think, is still like threatened by them to some degree. But if this is actually true, this is fucking funny to me. Like, just they just got to drop an update. They drop an update for power people are gonna go back mm -hmm. make some make some good games nintendo like how about you make a game that people actually want to play you make I a good pokemon game how did you feel yeah, about tears I, of the frame rate uh dx i'm not I, I uh i will never buy a nintendo console i will never buy another nintendo game because they treat everyone like shit and they treat their own customers like shit they never put their games on sale so i i will never be a part <laughs> of the nintendo ecosystem um and i i will not pay for games that look worse than oblivion which came out in 2005 that they want to tell us are the the problem i, I feel like with nintendo is that um Pokemon gets treated um, worse than any of their other properties in terms of the quality of game that's released. And people used to think that Nintendo was kind of immune to this broken game release thing, but they're really not. I think that they just realized that certain games have to have a certain level of quality. And they have subsequently realized that Pokemon does not have to no, have a certain level of quality <laughs> because people will buy that shit in droves anyways. Not only will Pokemon fans buy Pokemon games, they will fucking buy a second copy of that game that operates minimally differently than the version that they just bought. It, it's 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 insane to me That's how insane. many copies they sell. And then you know what's crazy? They said, "Hey, we could do this for Fire Emblem." <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. We could so do this for Fire Emblem. Uh, yeah. uh, Nintendo gets no sympathy from me, and if they're really doing this, then they're psychopaths, and they need to make better fucking games and and stop complaining about competition that that they created. By the way, I think that besides whatever quality pal world is um a big part of that comes from a sort of grudge that people have against nintendo for fucking up pokemon the way that they have nah i agree with that i agree with that i mean yeah it it it, it does show that nintendo is still threatened like it, they're still threatened at the end of the day if you're if you're taking you know these uh, alleged routes to stop people from mm -hmm. continuously talking about power world then yeah something else is going on behind the scenes that again we're we're not fully privy to in the public because you know nintendo does everything in the shadows like they'll when they want to get something done they'll get something done so we'll see as this you know continue to develop but i, I know that you know we were breaking this down in the last podcast uh, and we we're talking about you know possible legal action and uh and gene was saying that 
and he talked to you know his lawyer friends and he was like i don't think that there's any way that nintendo has a, a legal case so if that's true and that holds to be true you know next coming upcoming months you know years however however long that this goes on and power you know maintains uh relevancy in the video game world then you know why not why not take it by force you know it, then nintendo has to go to other measures to get power up out of here so so you know you might see some bloodshed <laughs> if, if they keep playing instead of competing and making a better game I would hate for them to take the route, and we're just gonna try to get them up out of here. Bro. I want to, yep. yeah, that'd, that'd yeah. be whack. Um, by any means, freaking other Nintendo news this is another rumor going around that apparently Nintendo is reaching out to studios and letting them know that they're delaying. It was supposed to release the Switch 2, it was supposed to release late 2024, but they're gonna be delaying it to early 2025 q1 and then the focus this year is going to be the release of uh that peach game and then just all the other remasters they had so basically it's going to be another quiet year for nintendo um does anybody care let's act like this is true if this is if it comes out in 2025 do y'all care no don't care no nah, i've got, already got i've already got the steam too mm, want to yeah, see it it's right I, here uh, see that that's the steam too right there right there that's the steam too. Uh, you need to wipe your screen off. What's the name? Uh <laughs> tell me what to do. <laughs> and then he wipes. Dude, I want my Steam Deck. <laughs> I just hope there's some good <laughs> games. Like what I want to know what games is gonna be there. I feel like there's gonna be a Breath of the Wild bundle, like a Another remaster. Zelda game. They're, they're gonna they're gonna I feel like they're gonna remaster Tears Tears of the Kingdom and it's gonna run at 30 frames, uh 720p on, on the Switch 2, and they're gonna eat they that shit up. Not. Their they're remasters are whack too. They remastered uh, <laughs> This no. thing is World War Nintendo, Fred. <laughs> Well, okay, I, I can't so even call it a chess. Uh, so they demastered um, their Super Mario collection, their Super Mario 3D collection, and they boosted the price to like some like the same price you'd play you pay for a AAA game. Um, and they effectively did nothing. So Super Mario 64, I think it was Super Mario Sunshine and Super Mario Galaxy, they re-released on Switch and did nothing. It's like a resolution bump at, and barely. I don't understand how they get away with this. Like, if 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 Ubisoft did this, there'd be articles for days about how they were so lazy. Yeah, I think it's because the audience is different. That's why they can get away with it. You gotta keep in mind, like a lot of Nintendo fans wear yeah, Squid Kid true. hats yeah. and Luigi hats. They don't care. Um, <laughs> like, they're not super invested, like in the hardware, because I mean that's kind of Nintendo's mantra anyway. So it's, I think it's a different type of gamer. The people that play, obviously, sometimes it intertwines. But like the hardcore Ubisoft person versus the hardcore Nintendo. That's the only thing I can think of. They just don't give a fuck. They're yeah, happy. Like they're, they're getting robbed. They're, those yeah. those Nintendo fans are getting robbed. That's they, and they're going to keep getting possible. robbed too because they don't care. You know, I mean, yeah. I mean, Harriet Tubman said that you know she would have freed a lot more people if they knew they were slaves. Same concept. <laughs> On Black History Month. <laughs> real shit, real shit. Maybe they're just unaware of like the other quality that's out of there, you know? Brainwashed. Um what's the name? Oh, here's an interesting one. Uh Disney buys a 1.5 billion dollar stake in Epic Games. Uh, which is interesting too, because from my understanding, I believe Tencent also has a stake in Epic Games as well. A lot of hands in the pot. And when asked why, they basically said they want to uh expand deeper into gaming they think there's some interesting collaborations that could happen uh i saw a lot, i was i was interested by the response to this news i saw a lot of positive takes on this and to me i'm not negative about it but i'm kind of in the yellow about it because like they disney doesn't have a great track record when it comes to making games uh several studios have been shut down because of them uh and then 
Disney just hasn't been doing great. I mean, look what they've done with Star Wars. Look what they've done with the MCU. You're talking about bringing these properties over, trying to make games with it. I, I said, it's not a red for me. It's like a yellow. Like, I'll wait and see. I'm not like super excited about it. What you think, DX? I actually think it's a really smart move from a publisher standpoint because the way that uh, a lot of sort of film and outside of the games industry people come into the games industry is that they, they license suck. their products well yeah they suck because yeah, yeah they, they, they suck because suck. they license their products to like no what nobody's right they license their products and there's no real management of the property which is what leads to a lot of shit games i think that by buying an equity stake in epic i think that they are now more responsible than they would have been with like say ea right they licensed star wars they licensed star wars out to ea and the thing that we got was that the debacle the star battlefront 2 right like there clearly wasn't enough management on their side to say oh no yeah basically so i think that it's a smart move from them and it's an interesting one because i don't i can't really recall a time where a film company has bought equity in a video game developer although i guess you can argue that at this point epic is not just you know a a games developer they are ready player one they're the metaverse (laughs) baby they are the metaverse they are ready player one what do you think jay I mean, I'm interested to see like what they're going to do. I'm hoping that this will be more than just, hey, we're going to put all of our characters from Disney in into, you know, the Fortnite. regular modes of Fortnite. Yeah, there are but we've seen. I, I know. Right. It, it, and, that's, and that's why I was even more confused. I'm like, I'm hoping that it just doesn't stop there. I mean, one point five billion dollars, though, you have to do something else. Right. I think that they're they're seeing what's going on with Lego, what's going on with, uh, you know, their Rocket League mode. And they're like, hey, like we can have these other like one off game, whatever the heck that they want to do within the ecosystem. We can now do those things, you know, using the Unreal Engine or using the Fortnite engine in order to create a universe and I, I i mean we're just going to try to figure out what it is like i don't think we're going to see mickey you know pulling up with, with the blicky now like you know <laughs> shooting people up like i think they're i think they're going to still you know keep those type of uh ips uh sacred and they're not going to allow them to get out but you know star wars uh marvel like they can do though they, they can continue doing those and put those in the regular mode so we think we'll see what thinking too small here I mean, I mean, yeah. Like I, said, I, I know, I, I know, know what they're, I know what they're gonna do. Okay, I, I, I didn't realize. I'll tell you. Go All ahead. right, I'm calling it. I'm willing to put money on this. Uh, Epic's worth 22.5 billion dollars. They put 1.5 billion in them. That's pretty big. I guarantee you. Watch. Epic's gonna be hiring a lot of people soon. Disney is gonna want Epic to make a metaverse of Disneyland. Yeah. So that yeah. anybody, no matter where you are in the world, you can experience Disneyland online with your friends. And they're going to make literally a amusement park in the metaverse. You mean like a game for like the headset, for like a headset, like a, a the Quest or the Apple? Like where no, you just like, go in there? It, like... it could be that, but I think it's going to be more like, you know how Fortnite has like points of interest, right? And you go, but the whole point of Fortnite is that you kill each other, right? What it, but, but, but what Epic had been experimenting with with the past couple of years is bringing live entertainment to people, right? And I noticed in that trailer, the thing that they're saying is they're talking about bringing other stuff like Disney Plus to Epic, to, to Fortnite, to Epic. What does that mean? Or to bring to some metaverse. I think what they're going to be doing is ways where it's like, 
hey, here's a video game where, hey, if you have a Disney, you connect your Disney Plus account to it, right? Now you have access to this metaverse. You can go watch with your friends, like the episode of Mandalorian here. And you can be in the different skins of all the different characters that you want to be. Do you want to go, like, just how the experience, like, you know, when we went to Disney World, TBH a couple years ago, like, how, you know, how the park was set up where it's like all these different things. Like, there's the Avengers campus. There's da 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 There will be a virtual equivalent to them. And they'll be able to experiment and do a lot more of that. And, like, uh, I guarantee you that's probably what they're aiming for. They're aiming for that. And then as time gets better, because I know they've been, I know I, I watch is I know a lot of people don't watch it, but I feel like a lot of people should people that watch the, I forgot what they're called. It's called like Disney imagination day or something is where they basically have an entire, like, it seems like an investor type of like video presentation where they're talking about the different pieces of technology they're developing for the parks. And it's interesting because it gives you a hint into what Disney's like the technology they're developing. That's unique. Um, and they're right now they're very invested in, immersion and they're very invested in uh like vr virtual augmented reality type of experience that seems to be what they're what they're aiming at uh and i wonder if this is like a tie-in with epic games because epic is the actual like proof of concept of ready player one it is the proof of concept of we got a metaverse that has people monthly logging into it and they're only doing one if you think about it, they're only doing one thing but what has epic done in the past three months oh we have br we have a racing game we have guitar hero we're gonna have uh nba 2k in our game soon so we're adding all these different experiences the natural thing if i was like disney ceo is oh can you make disneyland in at unreal engine and that's like yeah just give us 1.5 billion give us seven billion dollars and we'll build the whole <laughs> thing for you I, I guarantee you that's where it's going to so right now this is probably like a let's test the waters a little bit and give us some proof of concepts give us some prototyping ideas and then when we really start to like collaborate even deeper now we're talking about a you know the big the big uh picture of what disney wants which is going to be what's the temperature massive. on that do you do you feel like people would really like that type of stuff Yes. Do you know Disney fans? They will absolutely yeah, love Disney that. Adults, You're telling me yeah. did those Disney adults would kill for an opportunity to be in Disney World every single day of their lives and they can just do it by long beer? Yes. Me, I'm down here They're in Orlando. My wife is in the group for like Disney pass holders. They These will love Disney that shit. are crazy, yes. bro. They get, up, they get upset when there are blackout dates and they can't get into yep. the park. And they I have a people, fast they, pass on the ride? <laughs> yeah, yep. these people go to the parks three or four times a week. And and mm. I, you heard that right. A week. God. And now, they're now adults. Imagine. Now imagine TBH in the future. Remember those wristbands, right? Now imagine if they incorporate the technology where you go to the physical park, right? You're getting that merch, right? Now you're buying digital items also at that uh, there, yeah. and it's, or you buy the physical item, and oh, now you get the virtual version of it for your character in the in the meta world. It's synergy, baby. It's synergy. It all it's all part of it. Yeah, I feel like that dude with the, with the I feel like the dude with the the whiteboard with all the crazy lines and shit. Like it's all connected. It's all part of the the big plan. It all I, I agree. makes sense. I do agree with you from a yellow standpoint because I'm not gonna lie, they've been kind of t- they've been kind of doing some. Eh, I don't think I've been really fucking with the, some of the shit they've been doing with Star Wars and shit. Yeah, I don't I don't like what they've been doing with some of the well some of the Star Wars stuff. Some of the Star Wars stuff they're doing with Mandalorian, that stuff's cool, but some of it's like the sequel shit. Eh. Uh, the Marvel shit's been kind of a. I don't even fucking know now. I, I've been so disinterested. The day. Yeah, hopefully Deadpool saves their lives, but. Um, I think at the end of the day, I agree with what JG is saying. The, the the fandom of Disney, we're just thinking of Marvel and DC. You got to remember of think of the children. Like think of think of JG's kid. JG, if you told your kid that they can go to Disney World and 
the Fortnite, you know, universe like Fortnite, I'm pretty sure kids are gonna lose their minds about yeah, that. Yeah, like, my, get my to hang out with still my PC and and, and yeah. make me download Fortnite. Just play so it on Switch. See. Yeah, or like, yeah, oh, I get to, to play get with Xbox Series S. Yeah, I get to play throw snowballs with uh, what was the girl from Frozen? Uh, whatever uh, her name Elsa, was. Yeah, Elsa, Elsa and, and Olaf. And yeah, and Olaf. Like, him. yeah, they would kill for that. Yeah, the kids would absolutely love that. And you Disney know they're gonna use that credit card. They gonna ding 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 ding. They gonna spend them V bucks. Interesting, yep. interesting. Damn, so you're saying that if they do that, then I'm, I'm gonna be broke. You're yes. broke. Hey, hide your credit card because you not that shit's gonna max out in a month. Oh, if that comes man. out, AG, cancel your credit card. <laughs> See? Yeah, That's why I don't have away. sex, it'll make you broke. <laughs> hey man, I did it twice. <laughs> he said that shit, no joke. Oh, shit. oh my god! I mean, it'd be interesting to see how this plays out. I'm curious to see what's the timetable when they actually announce something uh of what they're working on because you can't just be like oh we spent almost two billion dollars like you're gonna have to like we need to know five put your years. cards on the table what you doing with five it? years before we hear something mm. probably a decade before we truly see it become something actually real that's my guess if they do it right if they try to rush it or they try to just oh we'll just put it in fortnite won't take that long but if they try to do their own separate actual game it, it'll probably be a decade experiment i'll tell you this much i better not see any layoffs at epic studios because you guys are gonna look real they crazy. better not after that you just got they like a, not, a billion yeah. dollar front. Where'd that you money go? Not lay off yeah. You better hire back everybody that you laid off last year. Yeah, I'm saying they just did it. Yeah, so. you need to put people back in after that. Hey, hey, that, that I think about it, that's crazy because you don't that's just sign, piss me off. You don't just sign yeah. a 1.5 billion dollar deal. That was years in the making. Yeah, and yeah. you yeah. knew that yeah. shit was coming, and then you laid people coming, off. Yeah. You had money. Like that's crazy. No, but to be, you know what they're doing? Those going going right up to the to the up. I think I need a raise. I think I need a raise. But don't but don't forget too on the other side of that corn you could end up like embracer group and flop oh <laughs> and fail on a billion dollar deal and then have to fire everybody because you fucked up the deal and you you failed to make the deal with the saudi arabian so i mean it it, it could be it could have been either or they could have thought they had it and then they dropped in like oh shit we fucked up we fucked up the biggest deal of our lives so it's gonna yeah. be interesting to see how this one plays out we're gonna be keeping our eye on what disney and epic are doing. you think epic cares if they fail or not no apple do you think apple because you know they were all about suing each other right now do you think this maybe put throws a wrench in the whole like uh we're gonna block the thing and now it's like well now disney has a stake in us now do you think apple's gonna be like mm, maybe we maybe. gonna you know tie off maybe we'll uh break bread and you know let bygones be yeah they bygones. got a big dog on the on the on their side yeah now. they can battle apple yeah i, I can see talks. that affecting things yeah Epic could be like, if we make this, if Apple doesn't, you know, open up or do something, we're not gonna put on iPhone or something like that. Or, and they'll be like, ooh, that's we need Disney. that Disneyland. We do metaverse. need that Disney. Yeah, we want that. That would yeah, work would well with our headset. Yeah, for the VR. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, exactly. Mm, yeah. Maybe. maybe. Only time will tell. Only time will yep. tell. Um, this one was interesting as well too. Freaking. Um, this headline is crazy. Immortals of Avia improves. It's a grim time for single player games. Yeah. The gist of this, can I read? Can I read? No, don't even read it. Don't even read it. Okay, yeah. I'm, I'm just gonna summarize it. The gist yeah. of the article is they interviewed some developers. Of course, it's Kotaku. 
Yeah, of course. It, the, the headline's <laughs> awful because it actually has nothing to do with the article. It's just some oh, bullshit yeah. ass yeah, sensationalized. Right. The article is about they interviewed some people that worked on the uh, Immortals of Avium, and they were saying basically it cost 120 million dollars to make. It was hard to recoup the money, and they were they were kind of saying single player games are, are not in a good place. They need to scale back and spend less, which I do agree. We do need to expend, uh, experiment more, uh, maybe more smaller budget titles. But I'm gonna keep it a buck here. Your game failed because it fucking sucked. It had nothing to do with it being $120 million. Didn't nobody want to play that shit. And the yeah, you could have hired me. I could have told you that wasn't worth $120 million. <laughs> Freaking EA didn't promote it either. So like what yeah, JG said is yeah. cap. I was like, this is a crazy statement. And they specifically said single player shooters are in a bad space. What? Mm, like, no, no, wait. Mm. What dropped? There was a big game that dropped the same like window that this game dropped what was that do you Baldur's remember Baldur's Gate Baldur's Gate yeah oh yeah they got cooked yeah I literally that. looked it up and I was like cause I was yep. like what came out around that time Baldur's Gate 3 killed it it stepped yeah, on it so bad killed it yep I mean yeah, did they bring that up in here I'm wondering do they ever say Baldur's Doom Gate? Eternal came out I don't even know why they said that shit like single player shooters are fine your game sucks like I played it it was it was color overload it was sensory overload it was I'm not gonna dramatic. lie I will say, unless I'm not thinking of a game, I think the FPS single player area has kind of died after Bioshock. Like, can you think of create, a first person create, like single player creativity? Game? I mean, you get the Titanfall two in there if you want. Okay, that flopped. I say, yeah, it flopped. Yeah, sales wise, yeah, yeah. Granted, there's other reasons. It wasn't just because it was that, but 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 I'm yeah. saying like I'm talking about specifically single player fps experiences where the game is a first person shooter and it's like a, a very narrative game like bioshock infinite was like yeah. when was the last time a game like that wolfenstein has come out and wolfenstein was was kind of and doom there. was wolfenstein doom the only wolfenstein last doom, ones yeah are those like the only bastions left like there's no other single player shooters like that now are they I all mean, just I, get, I get what you're going at but i like if that's all the data we have to work on then I can still make the argument your game just wasn't good because we're comparing two good games to one bad. That is true. I think the the reason here's the thing: like gamers will forgive a lot. Like, and when you buy something, even though there's more ways of knowing if something is bad now, you still bought the product, right? So, I think that the failure of that game was really marketing. Like, the, the yeah. name is terrible. The marketing was almost non-existent. Which, by the way, in that article, they say that EA spent. 40 million dollars on the marketing so the so the development budget yeah i i, I barely yeah, saw it in commercial i i will admit i, I did see some commercial. commercials on it when it came out but yeah. that was when it came out it wasn't before it was yeah. right there was the no hype up to it i think yeah. it was just the ea had uh i think it was on the xbox conference i think for one of their yeah, things I, they I showed it seeing, yeah and that was the only time i ever saw it i i didn't see it being propped up when i streamed else. it people were like this game's out i was like yeah 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 and I think that um, there is truth to what they say in a sense where, like, the budgets have definitely gotten out of control because mm-hmm. $120 yep. million dollars for insane. a game like that, that's insane. But that's actually, on, on the scale of AAA games, that's, like, kind of low. Like, yeah. Cyberpunk was made for, like, $330 million. Yep. That game is that almost, almost triple the budget of that game. And it's, like... How much was Ragnarok? I think God of War also had a big budget, didn't it? I think that average games have been completely priced out of the market. You cannot make an average AAA game anymore because it just won't work. People won't buy it and then it'll flop and you've still spent like $120 million making it. Yeah, I was talking about that on stream. It feels like gaming is reached a point where it's a reflection of actual society and our economics. There's no middle middle class anymore. Ragnarok was double that. It took 
they paid right. they cost mm-hmm. around 200 million to make god of war ragnarok and Baldur's gate took a budget of over 100 million dollars to make this game would have worked well like on the xbox 360 this is not it has yeah, triple yeah, exactly it yeah. has triple so this, investment but it's a double a game in terms so of this game had a really hundred average so this had the same amount as Baldur's Gate, but I- I'm assuming that's not fair because you said how much of it was thrown towards marketing, so it wasn't uh, actually 40 million. So it was like 80 million. 80 so 80 million, million. actual dev budget. Yeah. Was the 100 mil from Baldur's Gate all like just specifically development money, or was it like marketing? They marketed Baldur's Gate, right? That like, game was heavily marketed. I saw. Yeah. I mean, I saw like outside of just the word of mouth. I feel like I saw that game everywhere I went. Everywhere. Yeah. I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to remember if they, how much to do that. Man, going back to Immortal yeah, Ethos and insane. yeah, dude, y'all played a game. Yeah, I put. I, I, che- I just checked my uh, my Steam to make that sure. Intro I, I put was three so hours boring in that game. Like, it was yeah, so boring. boring. The story started off so freaking boring. I was already yeah, uninterested. I did not like the main character. And at the end of the day, it was an average battle mage game. Like, it, it did nothing innovative. It did nothing. Mm-hmm. It did nothing different from any of the other battle mage games that I played. So, like, also, you really have to wait. What other battle mage games are there? How was another one? I feel like uh, Hogwarts did my what I wanted. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I, Hogwarts was kind of. I mean, it was, it was third person. I feel it. like the, the fix, the wizard fix of like flinging spells. Like, I feel like I got it already with Hogwarts, and I was like, all right, I'm satisfied by this. And then this game was like, oh, well, it's first person, and I was kind of like, this feels more like a shooter than me, like flinging mm-hmm. spells. Yeah. Like, it felt more like I'm just I shooting years shit. ago. Oh, Lynch, was like a Lynch dude. Dumb Battle Mage. Yeah, Do y'all Lynch, remember that Lynch game? That game was actually pretty good for a Battle Mage game. Yeah, the thing is, there's not that many of them. There's like that Dark Messiah game. Oh, I did buy this game. What the fuck? But there's just not many of them in the market. I I don't think it's a popular genre. Well, here's a hot take. It's really not, no. Question, is Skyrim a battle mage game? No. It's not? If I do a full mage build, is it still not a battle mage game? That game's mage system suck, so... Is Elden Ring a battle no. mage game? I mean, JG had <laughs> No, it's not a fucking battle mage game. Because you do a fucking crack for 40 hours. Because you were slinging crack for fucking 40 hours. No. Freaking, um, uh, I, I remember that story being like really generic and boring. It, it was, was it was like, oh, the evil magic army is coming to take the kingdom. Yeah, we have to right, fight them. Yeah. I'm like, this third grade ass story. <laughs> Get this shit out of my mind about this shit like this. It's like. I don't understand how a game like this can end up with this amount of money doing yeah, right, like right. this level of quality and being like no one at any point stopped it. No one said what? hold up or said wait we need to fix or we need to make an adjustment here. Like it just I don't know if it maybe it happened it was too late or you just like eh we didn't care we just like eh people well, like sometimes I, I don't know sometimes when games actually like you know pro- because the amount of games that get canceled before anyone hears about them is insane and the reason that sometimes those games get canceled is because there's no significant progress on them so if you have a competent development team delivering milestones constantly even if it's not amazing yeah even if it's not an amazing game that is still a success in and of itself because of how many games get canceled in pre-production so it's 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 more than likely that it was just a competent developer who made an average game and ea saw it and they're like well, we have no reason to cancel this because they're not costing us an obscene amount of money. But at the same time, no one looked at it and said, this game's going to flop. Like you can, I feel like, especially today, you there's games that, yeah, there's games that come out and have flop written all over them. And this was, this was one of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's definitely games like that. You just see them and you're just like, I yeah, like, feel like, like I know this game's going to, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. like, yo, yo, I, I almost feel bad for Foam Stars. I'm gonna tell you why, bro. Because when that game, they, they first give you something. 
Yeah, they sent me like a plushie or whatever. I gave it to my dog. He tore it up like a day later. Um, <laughs> <laughs> freaking, um, I feel bad for that game because like, I think they thought it was going to do good because like one thing I will give it is they were memeing the fuck out of that game, bro. Like my whole yeah. chat, we're about to foam it up. Yeah. yeah, I'm so excited to be a foamer. It was all on Twitter. The game comes out. I was the number one streamer on it. And within a week, nobody was playing that shit, bro. I'm like, yeah, like this game. I was like, y'all cap as fuck. Y'all just making jokes, but y'all didn't really download know, and play that game. It and I really hate saying stuff like that because, like, I, I again, at the end of the day, I don't want any game to fail. Yeah, but exactly, I, right. We've been talking yeah. about like games for so long, and we played so many games that tell. we just know at this point yeah. when a game is not going to do good, or if it starts off decent, like it has a decent fan base. You know, uh, the the developers or uh, studios, you know, spend the money to uh, either for marketing or uh, getting streamers, you know, influencers to play it, and then, you know, and the game hypes up, you know, for like a week or so. But like, we can see it. We can see the writing on the wall when a game is going to be good or not so it just is what it is and we already knew from day one that it wasn't going to be good and, and and here we are but you know just saying that you know you just sound like a bad guy but again we're yeah just no, man i think that game had the exact same issue as suicide squad where it effectively priced itself out of the market because it's not just that it had no marketing it was a fully priced game and it's like people are not going to pay uh, modern day prices for these games that are just average like it's it's such a hard sell for people to tell them pay 70 dollars for this game that is like at best a 7 out of 10 and at worst like a 4 it's and fortnite's just, free it has a ton of value exactly yeah. there's there's so many games that are free today that it's like every game is effectively competing with each other even if they're not games uh that are in the same genre because the the value today that um, publishers are looking for is not just money, it's time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, that's crazy. Yeah. And we're not getting a reverse of it either. Like, I'm, I'm trying to remember, like, because no. I remember, like, a game no. like this, I would have said back in the day is, like, back when, like, the 360 era was, like, games like, uh, oh, man, this is going to be a shock to people who remember, uh, Spec Ops Line and, like, Binary yeah. Domain, which I feel like these are games very in a similar space where it's, like, you could look at them and be like, yeah, this isn't going to be uber successful, but they actually, like, you, you felt like they had, so, like, mm -hmm. like yeah. they were actually pretty cool. They were really good games, uh, but they just didn't get the uh, the attention or they just didn't have that appeal that, like, the masses would want. But I feel like it's reversed now, where now it's just, like, we're building average games, we're charging the full pricing for them, yeah. and we're just hoping, you know, maybe I think a lot of these publishers or people that are publishing these type of games are just accept, they're just like, oh, we probably know we're not going to recoup on this, this is just going to be an L, but who cares, because Apex Legends is giving us goddamn $3 billion a month, so we can take the L on this game, who cares, because... Oh. Our, our live service game is, is is filling the gap for the the loss so we're fine like i feel like yeah, that's what it's become now because of live service i don't know how true that is for apex <laughs> I oh i hope they're that. not i look i look every day i pray for that game's now <laughs> well hey you don't have to pray apparently bought their final fantasy uh bro i pray on that the dead box the bro last, i pray uh, on that game's downfall every morning bro oh, the last um, two seasons of that game have underperformed ea good. came out and said it that they've underperformed yeah i quit good. that shit good let's hope it they stop and they actually i i've seen that mandalorian <laughs> fucking rumor let's 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 focus on that in titanfall how about that uh, freaking or? um i forgot to i didn't put it's it on gone. the notes but did y'all play the final fantasy 7 rebirth demo no. i did did you I, like I, it Jay? yeah yeah for what i played so far i'm ready for it yeah i'm, I'm not hyped for it. for it i'm weird it's, playing with I, that for all was freaking 
uh, he was killing it. Was it killing was fun, but it, it's definitely the same game. Like that's what I was going to ask you. You're Does playing more, more for like just uh, yeah, it feels like, it like feel like uh, this too. The same game that we played years ago, just now with new story and shit. Like there's nothing new mechanically. I mean, yeah, it's it. a continuation. I mean, yeah, but okay. I mean, that's, I kind of, that's what we expected, though. I don't yeah. expect it to be a new game, so this sure. is exactly what yeah, yeah. I what I wanted. So yeah, yeah, I still have to beat the first one. I, I got pretty far into it on my Steam Deck. I just have to finish it. So. Uh, I got a couple because this one's getting long. I got a couple quick hits from y'all. Y'all let me know if y'all care about these joints. Uh, Reputation System's been confirmed to be in Star Wars Outlaw. That's the new nope, Ubisoft, Ubisoft game. Don't, don't, care, care. don't care. Okay, okay. And uh, I think that's Cap too. We've seen that before. Yeah, I was like, I think it's Cap right? anyway. They lie. <laughs> Reputation altering the story. Yeah, we've seen it. We've seen that song in that before. We'll see. I feel like they're gonna let you choose your dialogue, but it's not gonna affect nothing. Uh, no. And then also Naughty Dog uh, confirmed that they are, their next game will not be The Last of Us 3. They're working on something different, maybe Uncharted 5, huh? Or The Last of Us 3 be, Remastered? Better be a new IP, man, because uh, that's where it's <laughs> I swear to God, if I, hear, <laughs> if I hear the word remaster coming from them again, I'll if I hear downloaded. anything Last of Us related, like, I don't want to hear anything I don't Last hear of Us out of Naughty Dog for them, so <laughs> I'm, so sick of, I'm so sick of that IP, man. Oh, my God. The Last of Us 3 remaster coming out before the first game. I'm calling <laughs> Before the actual game. <laughs> I hope it's a new IP, too. Jokes aside, uh, I, 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 y'all talk about The Last of Us. I'll lose my shit if we get an Uncharted. I'm like, really, bro? Come yeah, I'll, I'll let it. Too. Go, dog. Oh, upset too if it's uncharted. Can y'all make something new? <laughs> Man, I know. Maybe now they now they're becoming new like a risky. one trick pony. New is risky. New is risky. Okay, how about Jack? Can I get Jack? <laughs> can I get Jack for now? I, I'd argue at this <laughs> at this point in timeline, Jack might be risky too because the kids don't know Jack. We know him, but the kids don't know. You think they could reboot it successfully if they try? Reboot Jack. Just reboot it. Yeah, just reboot it. Possibly. Yeah, they, they ain't no point in continuation. Just, just call it Jack. Jack and Dexter, just call it. But Jack didn't and they Dexter. do that already? Then they just make a Jack yeah, game. Yeah, didn't they no, have one of those? They remastered it, but it was terrible. They the port was terrible. Yeah. I don't Jack think actually, it off by Naughty Dog. Yeah, or just give Dexter his own game or something like that. I don't fucking know. Just something else. Also, I, yeah, I agree with you. I don't want to hear no Uncharted nothing. I don't want to hear no Last of Nothing. Last Nathan of the Drake's back, Nathan baby. Drake. Yeah, we talking talk about franchise and TBA chains, bro. <laughs> you guys are joking, but um, I've heard rumors for a long time now that um, Uncharted One's getting a remake. Like, oh I, my god, I heard that. I've seen that rumor time. too. Oh, bro. Yeah. That shit ends up being what it is. Oh my, I'm gonna lose it. I'm gonna call. I'm gonna block I'm, Naughty Dog. I'm, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I actually would block them on Twitter after that. Are you fucking kidding me, dude. Oh. Really remaking the first one? Now we're gonna remake one and two and three. And we're gonna remake four. Like, nah, I'll lose well, my Well, you know, you, you can really blame Sony for this because a large part of Sony's remastering efforts are not just for the consoles. It's also to revitalize the games to put them on PC because they've they've shown that you get higher uh, attachment rates to remasters and remakes than you would of the original games. Yeah, people are buying them, which fucking sucks. Well, but, I say, it, man, I'm playing the fans. Uh, if you keep buying it, they're going to keep doing it. I mean, it's just, it's simple math. I mean, that's that is why the CEO of Naughty Dog came out and said, "I don't understand what's all the negativity on Twitter. You guys are buying it." Yeah, right. yeah. yeah. people complain <laughs> on Twitter. Yeah, and it sells like Twitter is a lie, boy. <laughs> and then Twitter like everybody else is like, "Oh, do like you're not even getting mad at it because you know it's true. Yeah, like you're talking funny. about you." Yep, it is what it is, man. I'm that still gonna is. hate. 
Yeah, facts. A lot of hate in the heart. <laughs> we we gonna still we gonna still gonna preach the message. Eventually, people will see the light. I mean, I had posted a comment on one of my recent YouTube videos, and they said, "I'm glad that um I gave stuff a chance." He's like, "I used to be a Madden and 2K dude," and he's like, "Recently, I got I got like a hundred hours on Ghost of Tsushima. I got sixty on Jedi Survivor." He's like, "I finally seen the light. I'm finally starting to listen. We got to keep preaching the word. Maybe these Play people will games. try different games, man. Maybe they will try, try. different, bro." Uh, but that's all I got on my show notes. Do you guys want to add anything else to the conversation before we wrap this one up? We're going outside, dude. I promise. God, no. No. All right. Well, DX, you are our guest. What is your closing statement for Gaming Illuminati episode 152? Go. Uh, thank you guys so much for having me. And thank you to everyone who suggested that I um, that I come on here. Uh, you guys are the best. Hey, and if you guys want to check out his YouTube channel and all his content, follow him on social media. Links to all that will be in the description box below. Ethos, what's your closing statement for 152? Go. I'll leave you guys with the, the most important question that came out of the all the discourse this week. Is X-Men going woke? There you go. Yeah, shut the <laughs> fuck up. <laughs> hey, look, man, they took the cheeks away, bro. We saw it. We took the, they took, they the took Rogue's cheeks away. I'm yeah, upset. Can, can I just say, I am happy we've reached a point on the internet where, like, people are starting to see the grifters. Yeah, and they're starting to see, like, are. yo, shut up, bro. Like, yeah. Shut the fuck up. The people God are starting damn. to turn on the go woke, go broke people. Like, you people are annoying, too, up. bro. Oh, yeah. my shut God. Shut Extremism like, is annoying. Like, we're past that era. Shut up, bro. Uh, Jay, what's your closing statement for 152 go? Hey, look, we're still in Black History Month, so uh, so let's, let's keep repping that. Let's not uh, forget where we came from. Uh, shout out to DX. Appreciate you for uh, responding to the DMs. And yeah, it was a crime that we haven't invited you. I don't know why. Like, I feel like we, we have certain people who like we're close to in the community. We're like, damn, did why, did, why, why didn't we ask you? So uh, I, I could have sworn we did one like you know, years ago. We never did? Oh, Apparently not. No, I don't think so. Uh, so. So yeah, I appreciate that. And uh, again, huge shout out to the community for uh, for suggesting DX. Like I said, he's been an, an amazing guest and uh, a long time friend of the game Illuminati. So uh, so you're welcome back anytime. But I appreciate you for coming on for this episode. Thanks so much. Mm. And if you made it to this part of the episode, if you made it to the end, uh, comment in the comment section below. Hashtag where's dx camera um other than <laughs> no that, where's the mass effect video <laughs> or is <X> -Big <laughs> um, other than that that's all we got for you we appreciate you guys for listening to the show this is once again almost another three hour episode it'll be very if you're enjoying the comment the content please hit the like button that's how it keeps us motivated please share it and we will see you guys on the next episode of the game and illuminati podcast i gotta go walk my dog peace